0: Tony Darn And not to it but to do it brother Let's roll In a world
1: Where Carolina Panthers fans Have an insatiable thirst For Panthers news and opinions Only one podcast Roars ferociously it's
2: the C3 Panthers Podcast. What is up, Panther fans? You're listening to the C3 Panthers Podcast, brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, where every Tuesday night we hop in the car talk about, well, we're not in the car, the metaphorical car on the way to Mint Street to talk about the Carolina Panthers, the team we love to argue and debate about ad nauseum to, the, to infinite measures. Guys, we've got... Probably not a lot to talk about, which means that the show will be four hours. And uh, yep. we do have some cool content on the site. Yesterday, I caught up with Charlotte Observer beat writer Mike K and got some insight into Panthers OTAs and mini camp. And we all now are looking ahead to next month when it comes to Panthers training camp. We are one month and seven days away from CK and I, and then Cody at some point rendezvousing with us. We're going to training camp. We're going to be there on Wednesday. We're going to be there on Thursday. And we're going to be there on Saturday. That is the plan as now. And right now, tentatively, I'm putting together a live podcast after practice from Monster Subs in Spartanburg, South Carolina, in honor of our good friend, Muscles Marinara. Man, I can't wait to come and meet some of those, all of these fans. Things are going great for the C3 Panthers podcast. And it's always great. To hang out with my wheelman Cody Lashner,
0: Tony Don. There is nowhere on earth I'd rather be on a Tuesday night, mi- during the season or in the off season. It's just part of our rhythm. Then sitting here, chilling with my boys, talking about Panthers football, baby. This is what I love to do. This is what y'all love to do. And you know what? These beautiful Panther fans, they love to do it with us, Tony. You already know them. And love them. We got Big Slim, Blind Panther, Vlogs. What's up, Joey? Carolina in the house. Muscles, Marinara, Paison. What's up, brother? Kobe Griffin, Kristen Delane, LaDane, pardon me. Lawrence Trevette, My Life, My Story, Sideshow Rob, Nine Lives Kill, Tonya Dunn. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
2: CK, I put the branding of monster subs uh, in our in our background or atop our heads today. Muscles Marinara is in the chat room. I want to shout out him and I want to let the fans know this is that we he, there's no charge for putting this monster Subs right, right up there. We're not trying. He has supported our podcast without any yeah. uh, call or anything mm-hmm. for years at this point. And. As I look at this great community that we have, we're a part of, I thought, man, these people give us our time. They give us at times their money. They give us their input. I wanted to give back. And I thought, man, when we go to Spartanburg, we got to go to Monster Subs and get some food. But we I want to hang out with these people. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun hanging out with you, CK. Are you pumped? It's going to be hot
3: i'm pumped man we're gonna have the creator uh event we're gonna be able to go down to uh, monster sub meet some uh c3 fans down there one of the things i'm uh, excited about i'm gonna be planning on going golfing uh on the day off that is friday because there's not gonna be any training camp on that day um so that's gonna be fun going down there hanging out with some people getting to you know golf a little bit uh man it's gonna be a good time
4: man it's just how much is that golf expedition you know. gonna cost I don't know yet we're gonna figure so, out go to so carolina golf May. club carolina if... golf club down charlotte's good good spot oh no well, we're gonna be down in, down Spartan in spartanburg though. oh i don't know anything about there uh, oh, yeah. so we're
2: gonna be there but hey man i've got a pair of clubs that are still in my friend's garage from like five years ago i'm a lefty but i'm just a hacker i'm a hacker shack on the on the golf course there so <laughs> well
3: I know bluntness is gonna be there and so uh, he said that he's uh he's tra- he's been trying to get better too so i hate uh, that sport <laughs> i love no, it dude. i
0: refuse to be a caddy for anyone you are not putting <laughs> your clubs on the back of my chair damn it i refuse <laughs> so think right. about
2: this you'll never have to walk 18.
0: <laughs> hey you know what uh Z. i can get the, all them uh there's some cute ladies on the golf course now i can provide them a, uh, you know a seat, need, uh, a seat if they need to sit down you know <laughs> a so. seat at the
2: table there greg's at the table greg's here rebel in the background how how is your life and podcast going these days
4: uh doing pretty good man life's always busy you know uh you guys are talking about doing training camp i know i've got a comic con to go to that weekend that's galaxy con raleigh i've been planning that for about a year now uh but that starts on friday and i'm off from wednesday till sunday so there may be a good chance i may take a day trip down to spartanburg mm-hmm. Maybe Wednesday Thursday I come hang okay. out say so, trip there I'm trying to figure it. out this
2: c k when are you leaving
4: Wednesday morning sometime
2: that's gonna be early then how long of a drive is it for you? I think it's five and a half hours
4: for me, dude. I think it's about to be there at 10. I got to leave three, at like two or three hours for me. But um, the only concern
2: yeah. is 430 in the morning Ugh.
3: is I'm I might have to be super early because I think you want to get there like at seven o'clock in the morning, even though that's super early. Like if you want to actually get to a point where you're actually going to be getting a- uh, autographs, you got to get there. Um, oh, get yeah. The I'm not time.
2: even trying to get autographs. Do you know how much like if you want autographs at training camp? that has to be the only thing you try to accomplish that day. Right. Like comic-con. Yeah, like basically. it's like you it's miss like the yeah. practice. You got to go post up in these different things. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I'm definitely, no, this is a uh, uh, Kev. We're talking about our little thing we're going to do on Thursday. We haven't promoted it yet. We're still working things out. We're just trying to figure out how it's going to work. And if I was even going to go, um, but Hey, oh, 30 days, 37 days away. It's going to be hot. But you're right, man. I might need to go post up in Charlotte the night before or something and split that trip up because I mean, there ain't no way I'm getting there at 7 o'clock in the morning. I mean, I yeah, it's only an hour.
0: It's only an hour and 20 minutes from uh from Charlotte. So I'm going to try and be there the 28th and the 29th. But I know right now for sure the 29th I'll be there.
2: Yeah, if I mean, you really want autographs, muscles marinara said it's not worth it for the autographs. The heat's not I, worth it. Yeah. Honestly,
0: I, I, I'm more excited just to go and meet fans. Like I yeah, don't, I, I'm not part. the type of dude that needs autographs and shit. It's cool, but you hey, know, like if, I'd rather if, just hang out.
4: Yeah, if y'all want to, man, I'm three about three, three and a half hours away. We can have a Tuesday or Wednesday night slumber party we can at my do the house. Do a, do a new oh, podcast, we can do- yeah, on Tuesday night oh, from my house, so we can all head out next morning. <laughs> You know, um, we all bring fights, our, so we all bring our PJs. Do you have yes. footy
2: pajamas, yeah, of of footy pajamas, no, everybody? Matching, no, who doesn't see yeah. three footy pajamas? <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe that's should be our brand, our thing this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, footy footy pajamas. Spartanburg is an intolerable, intolerable heat. It's weird. Is like, I'm from Eastern North Carolina. It gets hot here, right? Man, like we're, we're an hour, <laughs> we're an hour and 15 minutes away from the coast. It's not like we get coastal breeze or something. But there's something like Spartanburg where it just I think Columbia, South Carolina, which is not far from Spartanburg, is like this. It's like a concrete jungle there. It's just like where life goes to die in the heat. (laughs) It's just dead heat. It's just it's kind of like the 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 Western dry heat. Like so. But it's not. I mean, it's humid. But like part of the problem with being out in like a Las Vegas or something is it's just like this dead like it's just a ba- you're in an oven it's just ba- you're just baking mm-hmm. there's no fucking breeze in Spartanburg so it's like so humid you are in a sa- a breezeless sauna that's what you are you are in an outdoor sauna it is wild Cody we're gonna have to strap your, your shit up with umbrellas bro and we're all gonna be huddled up under them. it is miserable CK Mm-hmm. You better get something for that head. Oh, Ooh, trust you me. Don't I'm going to have a bucket hat, to. dude. Yeah, you're going to be doing bucket hats. It's crazy.
3: I got a, um, I got two of the neck fans coming.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be. But it's fun. It's fun. But um, thank God they need to do like nine o'clock practices. These poor guys. These poor motherfucker, but Bryce Young is gonna be out there going, "What the hell? Why didn't I get?" Yeah. I wish I was in California. Damn,
4: guys. I thought California was. was hot. This is,
0: it's not this it's... hot in California, guys. It's just like it's just not this hot. Guys, are you all super duper hot like I am?
4: You know, you know.
0: Uh, uh, afterwards, uh. let's get some
2: high seas and sit over there under the shade tree.
0: Yeah, Hawaiian punch. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh.
2: All right. Uh, Tonight's show is going to be about whatever we can figure to talk about. (laughs) Tonight's show is the blueprint. The The Carolina Panthers dropped their first episode of their behind the scenes show, um, which, you know, hard knocks right now is trying is having trouble finding.
0: Yeah, no one wants to to be on. No one
2: wants to do it. They're even thinking about doing Detroit again. Um. And my Uh, friend who loves hard knocks, yeah, my friend loves hard knocks, and he said this is he's like, I'm even starting to get kind of worn. It's like the same, it is, you know, it's like it's kind of lost some of its Mm -hmm. luster and some different things like this. Teams don't want to do it, but he said that part of the reason I think that he's not so hyped about it anymore is because now teams are doing these types of productions themselves, Mm -hmm. which means brings me back to the Panthers blueprint. I would say this was the most boring one of all the yeah. behind the scenes. This
0: it was it it was more of a reel for it our certain. coaches than anything else. Okay. Like it was kind of yeah. like showing you Frank Reich yeah. and
2: his staff. The yeah, first episode Frank Reich. Was Frank Reich and his staff. None of the draft
3: that's gonna the, be an episode two, right. I guarantee it.
0: So I I put all the main dudes on on the thumbnail tonight. Frank Reich, Josh McCown. Do Staley, uh dom capers they also were uh, they talked about zero rivero a lot and really you're you're starting to see why this year is going to be so much different from a coaching perspective than what we had not only do we have uh coaches that have been around they've been on successful football teams before but they've been players they know how to relate to these guys as football players first and foremost and not every coach can say that you know they all seem real personable real down to earth and there was a cool part in the show where you know they're they're showing the first game that the panthers ever played and it was in atlanta and this year is going to be us on the road in atlanta with uh you will have frank Reich who started at quarterback that original game and we're going to have don capers all over also on the <laughs> wow. on the staff, so it's wow. a you know it's a it's a full circle type of type of deal yeah, the but best yeah part, the the episode was not overly action packed for sure. no, no, and but it was
2: it was very I, mean, I would call it vanilla, right? but I mean, is but you're right, it was about um the the hiring the coaches. I thought this is I wish they would have given us a little bit more about the hiring process yeah. a little and some different things maybe gotten a, a fitter in there a little bit more and some things of why they made that, you know, they, they touched on it. It was very, I mean, it's only like 22 minutes long or something. It's not very long at all, but the, uh, my two favorite parts of this, of the whole show was like you said at the very end, where they're talking about that Frank Reich, Dom capers going back to Atlanta in their first game, just like in 1996, they did or in the first season. And I thought it was cool how, like, I mean, obviously there's the nostalgia of the past and that like those guys come in full circle, but I thought it was also neat is when Frank Wright was talking about how they were going for it. They scored in the last minute or on the last drive to be one point down um, in the game. And they were like, they go for two. And in 1996, they go for two. And that's like very forward thinking. Instead of kicking the extra point and tying it up and taking it overtime, they're trying to get a win in their first game on the road. And it's really, and he's like, this is before the analytics and people were talking about how you should be doing those things. So he was praising Dom Capers for being forward thinking. The sad part about it is their right tackle jumped, fault started. So then they had to kick the extra point because of the change in down and distance. So I thought Mm -hmm. that was a really neat part. And the other neat part that stuck out to me in the show is obviously everybody's going to talk about Deuce Daly, how he's fun. He's the only, like he brings life, but I like when Scott Fitter said this, he said, go ahead and plan on getting a defensive, a different defensive coordinator next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, love it that. It's like man. he straight set he said this, and you got a giro evero for one year, homie. He's gonna be He's a coach. Be head next coach year. next year. Yeah, hey, he I like that is, yeah. If anything heartens me about the defense, it's probably that I think he could get a lot out of the guys that we got. Yeah. So excited They seem about like that.
0: they seem like motivators. They seem like the type of people that you're gonna want to run through a wall for. Dude, I remember last year watching Matt Rule walk through that tunnel with the Panthers players walking behind him, and no one had any emotion. It was like they were walking to a fucking wick. It it, it was embarrassing. It was pathetic. And to me, I just do not see how that could ever be possible with these coaches, man. They have great personality, great vibes. Uh, You saw Deuce Daly joking around about Matt Corral. And a size 15 shoe, which is hilarious. Check that out if you haven't. Um, and Tony, to which go did, backwards, you know
2: the wild part about that, Cody, is that's not the first time I've heard that joke. Yeah, you know, they did about, it last year, you know, yeah, but but Deuce is still like he doesn't know about that joke. He wasn't here when Matt Rent Rule or where whoever said where they were I think talking, it was Baker Mayfield. Oh, it was. But yeah, so he was here. And then Deuce comes out and goes, damn, look at your feet, man. He said, I ain't (laughs) never seen a Nike swoosh that big.
0: He said, that swoosh got five S's in it. (laughs) Uh, But, Uh, you know, uh, uh, but to go back real quick, Tony, you were talking about people uh, kind of being over hard knocks. I think something else that makes it worse is that now you have Netflix. They're jumping into the game and they have a new show coming out called Quarterback. And they're following Patrick Mahomes all season. Uh, they're following Marcus Mariota and Atlanta and Kirk Cousins. So now you're going to get this in-depth inside look at Wait, different is gamets, Marcus Mariota um, in oh, is. from
3: last year, from last year, from last year. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. From, from, from this past season, uh, 2022. Okay. And, uh, now like, I mean, there's never been a team on hard knocks or the Amazon show, or the Hard Knocks during the season that has ever followed a Super Bowl team. And now this Netflix show, the first time they're doing it, they're going to have one. And by the way, Netflix has this track record of, you know, they did this Formula One show that I love, and now everyone's more into Formula One. Like they're doing all these sports shows that are getting all these new audiences involved in the sports. And it's an Omaha Productions. So this is Peyton Manning uh, and his production crew that's behind the whole thing. I'm, I'm pumped for it.
4: I don't like Netflix algorithms.
0: What? they have, got the they
4: best ha- one. No, they have a lot of shows that do really well. In their algorithms, that they don't, that they cancel a lot of shit. Well, and it's just irritating.
2: Let me see. I've been trying to figure. Has anybody? Or, can someone in the chat find the picture of Matt in the big hat? Have You guys seen this? No. In the what? Do you remember the the hat that uh, one of the the Washington Commander players wore in a post game? And his friends owned a hat making company, and it's like a flat bill hat, like the hats I wear. But they make them these big, giant, like, versions of this shit. <laughs> you don't remember that from last year? It's kind of like, remember when Cam started getting that hat from that one guy? So this guy was trying to pump up his friend's hat company or whatever. And right. then uh, so some other people got into him around the There's a picture of Matt taking a selfie in this mug. If I had this when you said, oh. What you don't want to run through a wall for this guy? We put that picture up, you would have died, dude. It's fucking amazing. Um, when it comes to these great question, is this is do we want how much more do we want to see about these teams? And how much more do we want to see about past teams, though? The one thing that is interesting to me about this Pat Mahomes uh following Mariota, do we care about those stories anymore?
0: You know? Well, I mean, yeah. So the reason why I like this Netflix show is it's showing you three very different quarterbacks. One that had a bad season, uh, one that made it to the playoffs and was on a good team all year, and the other one won the fucking Super Bowl. So again, again, HBO or Amazon, they have yet to follow a team that has made it all the way. And that's the type of stuff that I like. Like, I mean, again, going back to one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, with the beam and but dude, i I love that uh, any given Sunday is actually my favorite
4: I just feel like, yeah I just feel like if you if a team that's on one of these shows <laughs> man, it's it's too coordinated. It's too Hollywood, man. Like, 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 it's a great story, I guess, if it's the team, if it's your team. But well, beyond that's it. that, it just feels too Hollywood. But well, that's like why I, said, I like
2: the, HBO doing it instead
4: of the teams doing right. it. You know, the teams yeah. are going to paint their... But they still make this... Right. Their money pays the same, their checks cash the same. Like, it, I don't think it matters... No, who's HBO
2: it. benefits from there being a dramatic element to it. Yeah, and I want right. to see so, the drama. as a third party... They do, and like, yes, they don't want to make the NFL look terrible or look bad, but they also aren't incentivized to sugarcoat it, too. They want to leave you on a hanger. They want to leave you on somebody that says something a little out of context that makes it flare up discussion. But when a team does it, like when your internal PR company does department does it, of course, they're going to portray every single thing in a great light. Well, see, that's why the right. team media is actually. And, and one of the things that this is a problem is this is the Panthers own their own media so much, too. Like, I think that's why we're kind of important or why the observers important and things like this is because if you only read your news on athletic doc, I mean, on Panthers dot com, it's never going to
4: have the adverse adversary type component to it. I agree with you on that to a certain extent, but I feel like if you had team funded stuff, if you had teams putting it out, it's not going to be for the the betterment of the NFL. It's going to be for the betterment of the team. And yeah. when, I say that, what, when I say that, what I mean is like, just go back to a couple of years ago, and you can do this every year with the quarterbacks and the players they put in national TV commercials just happen to be the teams they're predicting to win the Super Bowl. They're pushing to go to the Super Bowl. Whereas if you have a team putting it out there themselves, the teams always for themselves. I think it's going to be better content—a team putting out there for themselves rather than having something written and directed for teams to look this way. Look, I'm sorry, y'all. I said it before. The NFL is a TV show, and they do try to make things work out for what they're going to have the best, make the most money for. It's so, like I said, the, the, the year well, a couple years ago, they wanted Aaron Rodgers and and uh, and um, uh, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. They did everything they could to get Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Look at the calls that year for both teams. Everything they could to get them in there. There is an objective they have when the NFL backs something. They want to promote as much as they can to make money. So personally, I would like teams doing it better than having the NFL contract out to somebody and say, this is what we want you to do. This is what we're pushing. Mm. You know?
0: Yeah, well, I think that's also another reason why none of these teams want hard knocks. Because you know you're talking about when the team does it, you know you're gonna get like a sugar coated version. So again, the Panthers are gonna show us with this blueprint series what they want us to see, and that's to be expected. Yeah. But it, uh, when, when, do, when,
2: they don't like the attention, Cody. Either that's the other thing. Is it seems like uh, they feel like it's a distraction having yeah. that there. Um, and you know, I thought in this in this episode too. Actually, my other part that I really love is when Douche Daly had the running back meeting. And he said, come over here. We're having yeah. a running back meeting. And you're like, oh, God, what is this meeting going to be about? He said, there's a rule. We got a rule here. And the rule is, if you're on the mic, you got to tell everybody you're on the mic so we don't say something stupid or regret saying something we didn't know you were mic'd up. Yeah. Look, this is it. Uh, but this, I mean, if this is this really real? Look, you're going to love this. You haven't seen it,
0: Cody? The hat? <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Oh,
5: I love oh, the idea. First,
6: of, uh,
2: First, the hat's meant to be this. Whatever this hat style is, is like rich, ridiculous. That's called the style. It's rich, ridiculous, where I just made that up. So it's when you're so rich, you can buy, you can wear something like that dress made out of old Panther jerseys. And you're like, oh, it's cool. I paid $90,000 for it. What I love is this, is this is Rich Ridiculous by a ridiculous person. And also, I would love to take a pic. I love to take pictures of people taking pictures. That's my, like, uh, dumb thing I do sometimes. Imagine watching Matt Rule take this selfie. (laughs) Well, how ridiculous do you look?
4: I bet he didn't have pants on. (laughs)
2: Look,
0: is that his version of (laughs) duck lips?
2: Oh. Uh,
0: he's such a tool, man. I want to punch him in the I face, man. I'm dude. telling you. He's right. such a him. tool. And dude, yeah. there's like a photo of him at some wrestling event. And he's ah, just fucking screaming at the camera. He's such a doofus. Dude, I hope that uh, Deion Sanders and the Buffalo up at Colorado did just Shit all over Nebraska.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what I like about or I don't like about it is with Matt Rule. I've seen um people talking on Twitter. I saw a couple of stories out there. Um, and it was like people trying to say, Oh, don't worry. It's like it's Nebraska people trying to talk themselves into why Matt Rule is gonna yeah. be good or good We were them good.
0: at one point in time.
2: Sure, sure. But then they tell us that we're dumb and we don't know what we're talking. And it's like, but your organization is all jacked. And like, and they were like telling to tell me all about the Panthers and why the Panthers were the problem. And I was like, don't worry. I know plenty about the fucking Panthers and all of their problems. But <laughs> listen to me now. Believe me later, homie. This dude is a tool. He's a douchebag. I hate this motherfucker. And <clears throat> you know what? That's not Christian. That's not, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't be that. In fact, I'm embarrassed. He's one of the few people in my life that when I see him, I have like a, it's just like a, it's like cottage cheese. It's just off putting.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, say seven Hail Marys for all the seven years it was supposed to take us to turn it around. Oh my
2: God. That, that's a good segue to the blueprint. What did we learn? One of the things is this is that. We learned that every coach is full of coach speak. <laughs> it's the process. It's the, pr- it's the this, it's this, 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 the, the plan. They have a plan in place. We have a plan. We've got a plan in place. Plans, 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 plans. Blueprints. The blueprint. Um. The good news, Cody, is this blueprint, though, from Frank Reich, what's the projected timeline? Under what? Seven years? Uh... Hopefully.
0: Oh yeah. Under sure. seven <laughs> yeah, gotta be under seven years. Um I mean listen, I, I think that this the way that we have turned around this football team in such a short amount of time, Hopefully. and just the strides that we have taken. Uh, uh, let's say we haven't turned around yet. No, Calm I'm down. saying no. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying from no, a from an organizational standpoint, we yeah. are a night and day different team and I organization than we were last year. year. I mean, literally everything that you could do to go in the opposite direction of what David Tepper did the first time with Matt Rule, that's what the Panthers did. It was a complete 180. They go from having a bunch of college coaches to a bunch of guys with a ton of NFL experience, 11 Super Bowl rings amongst them. Like, to me, this, this shouldn't be uh, more than... Th- right now, I think, especially that we have uh, our quarterback under a rookie contract, these next three years, from 2023, 24, and 25, they represent the windows for the Panthers to do everything in their power to win the Super Bowl right now. The window has just opened, and it's just started, and this year is going to be the start of that, and I think we have a chance to hit the ground running. Mm.
4: I think we're walking towards the window right now. I don't, think we're, I don't think the window's open. I think we're walking towards that window. Right. And in two or three years we may be at a point where we can open that window up and have a shot. If Bryce Young has a Trevor Lawrence rookie year, which wasn't fantastic but it gave us hope, then then I think that we're taking a step closer to that window. I don't think we're there yet though.
3: Yeah, I, I think, mean I think I think it's hard for me to say that we've made the turnaround yet. Right. Like, I want us to be able to say that, but I don't think that it's a fair representation to say we've made the turnaround. Uh, sure. Gotta, sure.
2: I think that's just rose colored glasses in a right. certain way. I well, think, I think, I think
3: we also probably would have had that same feeling outside of Greg with regard to how Matt rule handled his first year. When we got Joe Brady, we are, we were all like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. This is fantastic. That, no,
2: one person right here was not, and it was just, I wanted to see it. I needed to see it. Like I just needed to see certain so right. all of my what, concerns were transitioning from college to the NFL with right. all those guys. And at first it looked like it wasn't going to be that bad. After that first season, I thought, in fact, the the most I commended all of them was about is that they looked like it was, it was a decent product. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like the opening day of a restaurant, right? You go to an open day of a restaurant you expect it to be poor, you know, like not running like clockwork, but if you have a decent product on opening day, that gives you hope that when you get your shit together and I thought in year one of Matt Rule's tenure that it was a decent product like it didn't the ball didn't bounce all right but like it wasn't the worst and then it was all fool's gold. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this Cody and this is where, where Greg where like where we we can't say that we have turned it around because that automatically injects like a, a sentiment of success already into it right. right there is still a potential that things don't work right mm-hmm. I mean it's just like I mean it could be right. injury all types of different things could happen
3: um I mean it, 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 having I know this is in the same situation but we've got to keep in mind like Frank Reich didn't take the Colts to the Super Bowl right it was it's not like him not being successful is out of the question here. right
2: yeah oh certainly certainly And like yeah i think though when you looked at that episode and it brought back us talking you know at one hand i wanted to say uh, us maybe we're embellishing the super squad of coaches too much
6: you know i said
2: that to mike k yesterday i was like we fans we think of this as like avengers assembled super squad in one hand there could be a thing is to say like maybe we're leaning into it too much on the other hand it is the most accomplished staff that we've ever had, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the staff that has the largest track record of success out of any staff that we've ever had, like holistically, right? Not just also one a person. They were available. Okay, maybe. And then I mean, my last thing, and this is Greg, why I do available. think where yeah. I do think we are positioned for success. I think it's positioned for success is maybe the way I want to say it, instead of right, destined for it is i think this is now we're finally cooking with decent ingredients okay right is like uh before we were cooking with
4: ramen soy sauce well yeah like lower level (laughs)
2: lower tier vegetable you know walmart vegetable like if you get your vegetables from walmart bro they go bad quick like this show like it's like if you don't eat them strawberries in 48 hours they are going bad. But if you buy the Harris Teeter strawberries, you got a good four day window on that sucker. <laughs> My yeah. point being is not all ingredients are the same. And so, and it's not guaranteed that good ingredients make a great meal. It's true. And it's not like, I mean, look, I can go to Harbor Freight and buy a cheap ass drill that works fine. I got this mm-hmm. big ass air compressor I bought from Harbor Freight. This thing works fine. But is like, do you want the. Bosch or the you know i mean i just feel like we have better tools in the coaching toolbox yeah i don't know if we could really say that at, on the roster just yet but i think we're heading in that direction i think that's what cody's alluding to
0: yeah and you know uh, there are 32 nfl teams at the start of every year that have uh that are going to have a roster of 53 men and they're all battling for the same thing they're trying to win a vince lombardi trophy and certain players uh or rather certain coaches they know what it takes to do that because they have been on the teams that have done it and they know the next level of dedication to your craft that it takes to get to that place and to me that that is what is really heartening the most that we have guys that are going to be able to lead all of the young players on our team through this process and one of the things that I'm definitely the most excited about is uh, how much we expect to see out of players that have been on the team that maybe now that they have this brand new coaching staff, maybe we might see them play their best ball yet that we haven't yet seen them play. That's the part that's really exciting.
4: Well, I look at it like this, and and you're right. Like You look at players like Brian Burns, who in their contract year, um, looking for the big bag. I expect big things out of him this year, not just because of the bag, because I think he's a good player. He's going to be good. We have all the ingredients, like, like Tony said. The thing is, though, when you when you put all those together, like you still got to run the service. You got to run the. You yeah, still got to run the I'm, service I'm, I'm, out I'm more, there. Is that yeah. you could
2: have qualified people, you could have a qualified chef, you could have this and that, you could have great got, ingredients, got, you got, you got and then you can have a shitty night yeah. at the
4: restaurant. I think that we are in a way better position than we've been in in years. But when I look at our roster. We don't have, like, there, there's two ways to win a football. You have great coaching and you have everything go right for you, like we have the possibility this year, or you just have the best team in the NFL. We do not have the best team in the NFL. No, no We not do not have all. one single player at one position on the team that is the best player at his position not in the NFL. yet. Okay, not yet, and maybe we do. Maybe we will. But you know? right now, we don't have one single player who is the top player in the NFL at his position. OK, which means that if we're going to win this this year, it has oh, to we're be we're not going to win it this year. That's well, where I asked. Mike are going win mean, this year. successful. Yeah, I asked if our
2: expectations were too high yesterday and he said that he thinks fans expectations are inflated right now when it comes to the offense. He says, look, his rookie quarterback struggle their first year. Even if I'm not this is great,
0: I'm trying to hear that though. Some no, dude, no, he's I, pay, I, don't, I don't am going to be a
2: learning curve. He, he said this is he sees this season at eight and eight, nine, nine, and eight range. I can
0: deal with that. Oh, I, 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 can deal with I, that. I, I, nah, I, 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 I can't, I well, can't. I honestly, so. I look, there, ten, yeah. So, but by, by the way, that was a fantastic interview. Uh, if you guys didn't watch Tony's interview with Mike K yesterday, a ton of great insight. Go check that out. If you haven't done so, after this, of course, stay with us. But um, I I disagreed with two things. I disagreed with uh, his prediction uh, about the offense. And, yes, I understand that he is a rookie quarterback and there's a lot of brand-new moving pieces. But, again, the reason why you draft Bryce Young, the shortest quarterback in the NFL, is because his level of preparedness and poise. So I do not think that it is... um, you know, unrealistic for me to de- to expect a high standard coming in. And by the way, listening to all the reports so far, that does seem verified. The other thing that I disagreed with him on, and I've disagreed with many people about this before too, there is this tendency to want to delegate Brady Christensen to a swing tackle, and to me, that's a fancy way of saying backup. You're muted, by the way, Tony. You're the
2: only one. Not. I mean, I like him. No one else respects this, dude, but you.
7: I'm the
0: only one, dude. I am the only one. And, dude, I'm telling you, say, saying that Brady Christensen is a, is, a, is a swing tackle, that's a really fancy way of saying he's riding the bench, and I feel like it's far too good for that. Shout out to me and my boy White Chocolate. No. Him and I have been uh, carrying the banner of saying that I, I think Christensen might be our future at right tackle. And maybe at some point when we're looking to move off Moten either via age or via trade, that maybe Christensen might be that right tackle of the future.
2: He brought up a good point about that or a difficult point for that to truly happen is that the way that that may need to happen is for Moten to get hurt because they just restructured his contract. So he's going to be guaranteed to be here for two more years. So to get Brady Christensen in that right tackle spot, in contractually is by the time he would really get a chance to prove it and show that that's his position. uh, He would be up for contract, you know what I'm saying?
4: And so he wouldn't, he would have to, it just would, the timing would be poor for that. Yeah. And and I will say this, Cody, uh, I know you're a big Brady Christian fan. Uh, Brady Christian made it all the way through the Matt rule era. And he was a starting player in a lot of games in the Matt rule era. Right now, we're praising this coaching staff about how much better they are, and they're saying Brady Christian is not the guy. Uh, if I'm going to say that we're we're tra- trusting this training staff, I'm going to say Brady Christian is not the guy. Based on that, mm-hmm. based on the fact that Matt Rule played him for years, and now Matt Rule's gone, and these guys are saying, well, he's a swing tackle. Maybe well, uh, they're 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 better at analyzing talent. I think. I, I, the, I, I, listen, I know that's a better. that's
0: a fair point, you know? but but. To bring Christensen's credit, let's remember that last year was literally the first time in his career playing football that he ever played guard. I'm talking literally ever. Because he wasn't good He wasn't him,
2: bad last
5: was, year. Yeah, but he, yeah,
0: he wasn't bad. But people, look, there are certain I'm other things. I'm with
2: you on Christensen. I got no problems yeah. with the dude.
0: Yeah, I have no problems just, with him. I'm not gonna and back there,
4: a guy that Matt rule backed.
0: There are there are know? people that, that makes it sound like He's a soft-ass player when it comes to running the football. Fundamentally not true. And And even though there are some things that he has to get better at, again, that was his first time ever playing the position before. And if you look at pictures of him now, that man is looking beefy right now. He is beefed up, looking big, looking strong. Listen, if someone else is better than Brady... Fine. Like Tyler Jones said, if Brady is riding the bench, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, and that's what
2: he was saying yesterday is the swing tackle. I don't think he was using it as an insult. I think he was more interested, so kind of less about Brady Christensen and more about the (laughs) other guys. The Cade Mays guy who people have a lot of hype about Mm -hmm. as well as this Zavala kid who they really think highly of. So it's like it's almost... It's less about Brady and more about the other guys who are showing that, or they think could be really good prospects. That will be something. That's going to be a great storyline to follow. Yeah, is what has happened. And in fact, the offensive line. He did bring this up. is He said if the if they didn't believe the offensive line was pretty strong or good, because I asked him, because I'm like, man, Panther fans are used to miserable offensive lines, so like. We had one average one, and we're like, this shit's the best thing we've ever seen. Like, our 2015 line <laughs> and our 2022 line. We're like, these are top 15, baby? Like, whoa, <laughs> we're like 16, and we're like, hell yeah. I was like, man, like, this is the best shit we've ever seen. So I asked him if they were really, like, he really good or if it's just us being hype. And he said "Not. he didn't think that they would have drafted Bryce Young if he didn't think that there was – Solid protection in front of him to a certain degree, like it was yeah. like if he was gonna have to just be running for his life the entire time,
0: yeah. And by the way, I said this that's the benefit of having a small quarterback if you are not doing everything in your power to protect that, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Dude, now that's we actually have
4: to invest in our we offensive. We
0: have run. to, we literally have to hold on. Say I say missed again. the
4: gr- what's the benefit. You're saying having or a maybe an immobile quarterback maybe would be the so, okay. better way of saying even that. though maybe even though quarterback-
0: even though it was very stupid on behalf of previous regimes to not protect Cam Newton properly, Greg, the idea is well Cam was so big and strong and physically and talented and, and mobile. He could do all, this he could crazy do all shit. different things okay. that you might that you might be okay with serviceable offensive linemen. Gotcha. Right, you know, and 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 spend money elsewhere on the team. Whereas when you have a 5, 10, 200 two hundred pound quarterback, no, you damn well better protect okay. your greatest asset on the football yeah. team. It's kind of
2: Cam Cam said, and, and I've I said this a lot over the last decade, and I'm trying to really get out of talking about Cam. I think that's why we're going to the Davi Dado. Balls out award going forward is just like
0: um I don't know if I approve of this. Okay. <laughs> Replacing Cam the, for the some, results are not in for yet. for, for, for some road. gymnast and his ball sack. He's not a gymnast, I, he's a
4: ballerina.
0: why yeah. Oh, but even better, bro. Something, yeah. That doesn't it just it doesn't feel right, man. All that, if you had balls right. like that, you would
2: understand.
4: Um well, anybody has balls <laughs> like that when you put them in a pair of spanks. Yeah, I mean you put in uh, the past and you can
0: pull your shit forward and kind of block it up. My point
2: being is this as I said this over, is that it was all like we just said this, and we always were like, Oh, we have Cam. You know, and then it's just like put all the other resources into the defense. It's like it's perfect. Cam was perfect for Ron Rivera because he'd be like, Oh, yeah, fuck it. We got Cam. I mean, he didn't say that, but he's like, Oh, we just we're gonna. We got Brent Burston out there. He's doing pretty good. And, you know, these guys are working hard. And it's just like, man, we'll fucking figure that out. If we can score 24 points, I want a defense that can hold these guys under 15. So he was perfect for that. Is Cam was the Superman moniker was so poignant. You know, is that I know that some people saw it as arrogance because he came into the league thinking of himself as Superman or Super Cam as like, but at the same time, we also required
4: him to be that.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like yes,
4: a, we thought of him like that, too. From the you offensive line to the half and of the receivers. plays that are led to
2: games that we won. There is a play against New England that we won. And I don't know if it was the Monday night game. May have been that one or later. And it was just like Cam makes like seven. like it's like, first of all, as soon as he snaps the ball, he's under pressure and he makes like seven people miss and then he reels off like a 70-yard run. Then there yeah. was that uh, there's there's been like nine against the Falcons. We're going to talk about the Falcons in a little while. But do you remember that one play where he like drugged the whole Falcons team on
0: fourth down or
2: whatever? Like I mean was, just was,
0: was that where he got That stuck my, that in was the my end? favorite play of all time of Cam Newton, dude. Dude, he drugged the entire entire, entire team. Yeah, the entire Atlanta Falcon defense. And drug them man by man, uh, ten yards down the field, dude. It we was just invincible. asked him
2: to do so much, and it just—it is—it's one of—it's like the—it's the blessing and curse of greatness, mm-hmm. right? Is that when you are great, you require, you have to—we expect you to do those things to shoulder that load and that burden. At the same time, nobody asked Kirk Cousins to do that. Or you know, what I'm saying like is like imagine and that was all in that and that's what just to bring this back and put pivot away from Cam towards Bryce is that you've invested a number one pick in an undersized quarterback. It's like Tom Brady. Uh well who was not undersized, but like is if you have a statute quarterback and you and he is your moneymaker, you would be in you have to allocate assets to protect that, yeah. And that's where the mobile quarterback really gives these kind of a leeway to these uh, front offices to get away with Byron Bell for a year or to think that you can, you'd be like, oh, look, remember, one of our best lines ever in the history of the team was composed of a guy, Michael Orr, who had just been cut by the Tennessee Titans, I believe. I don't think we traded for Michael Orr. I think he was cut who had been off coming off an injury and a hard, a terrible season
4: yeah. But they made a and an undrafted
2: him, free agent, right tackle who after week 12, every year, Mike Bremer's problem was that he was not that he was bad. It was just at week 12. He got tired after yeah. week 12. Every year, it was just like, I can't do the next five. And weeks, the, guys, elite, the,
0: the elite pass rushers in the NFL. They were dog walk him every single time
2: go back and look at it. it's always after like about week 12 it's like he just hit a wall dude and it was just like man he got paid though yeah by minnesota did he
4: go to minnesota and get paid uh, he got paid um,
2: so. oh yeah is that bryce young now i don't, none of this guess who wasn't in the blueprint episode bryce young
4: i mean they showed him like one time can i can i ask y'all i'm not even mad can i can i ask y'all with this right here like Okay, we had Cam for so long, right? And Cam was the face, obviously. And then you could look at Luke as the face. Do y'all see Bryce Young as the face of the franchise? Hell yeah. Really? Well,
0: he, he, well, like, don't get me thing. wrong, I
4: don't, I don't dislike the guy, but I just don't see him as the guy that like I look at as the face of the franchise. Not not but, yet, at least.
0: Yeah, well, he, certainly not yet. But if he has you know, a modicum of success this year, yeah, that's said and done. Yep. He is going oh, he's gotta to, be to do win, Greg. Carolina All he's going to do is win, win. Right, Greg. Right. If he
2: wins, he is the face, period. He's going to be the face for the next three to five years, regardless yep. of if he wins or not.
4: So, um, what we, we're, so we're like a Trey Young then. We're going to have a guy that's supposed to be really good, but maybe not be that good. But who? no matter what, he's going to be Trae Trey. Trey Lance, you basketball. mean? He's a basketball player, sorry. Um, we're going to have a guy that's not very good, that everybody thinks is really good. and he's Well, isn't the that the franchise. risk
2: of every high pick? Greg it, is it the is. risk is, it is that first of all, it was like, no, there's very few people. Look, even cam was not a consensus. No, no. Forget like, so that. Who cam was the consensus.
4: Are you Get me. As soon as cam came in number day one, we were hyped about cam. Well, he was drafted before
2: people. he was
4: drafted. Yeah. People like, there was still
3: a debate on like, even amongst Panthers fans of whether he should be drafted. Number one, overall, that's what he means is like, it's not a consensus in the front and the, uh, Fact that he deserved to be in the number one overall bid. And He
2: just came off the greatest college football season of all time at the to- at the point. Right. Uh, there was just questions about like uh, people were like, oh, basically they were disguised racism in a way as like, uh, oh, he's mobile, he's a great athlete, but is he smart enough? Those types of things. Right. Mm-hmm. The it's really is this is well, that who who is the face of a franchise until they win.
7: Well, you I know I what I mean? You know, Did
2: the, do you think that the, um, I mean that Mahomes wasn't the face of the Chiefs until he fucking was incredible. Rodgers right. wasn't the yeah. face of the Packers until he was
4: great. Um, well, Mahomes was great like the first year, and so was Rodgers.
0: No, he sat. Well, right, but that's year. what we're saying. Like, well, he sat if, a full year. But he He played play for game
4: three game. years. Right. But when he played, he was amazing. Look at Mahomes and Rodgers. Look, Mahomes has not had an AFC championship game, not in Kansas City, since he's been the quarterback.
0: Right, but that's what we're saying. Bryce hasn't played yet. Yeah. If if Bryce is successful, him being the quarterback, and let's keep it a buck, him being the shortest quarterback in the NFL and him having this super nice, super friendly, jovial attitude, he is, in a very short amount of time, going to be the face of the Carolina Panthers. And I would even pose the question the other way what player is the face of the Carolina Panthers right now? And when did they become the face? In my mind, it's Brian Burns. Yeah, well, I think Kristen Brian, just yeah.
2: put this up. I agree. Kristen says Burns is the face to me, honestly, but Bryce will be soon. I'm hoping Mingo will be someday because everyone loves a great wide receiver. I'm rooting for that kid. Great Straight comment up. tonight, that's Kristen. A good comment, yeah. Um, and you know, if that's what it's going to take is, particularly Greg, I think this is what you're, maybe alluding to is because Bryce does not have his great characteristics are not just visual, right? You just don't look at him and go, oh, that's the big. See, that's why Cam was awesome. It's like you look at Cam Newton. He's always your first pick in backyard, whatever. We play in ping pong. I want Cam. We play in basketball. Want Cam. We play in croquet. I want Cam. You just look at him and he just stands out among all the people you don't look at steph curry and go oh i'll take him number one but guess when you do when they start fucking dropping threes from 50 feet or 90, whatever the hell curry does so once bryce if bryce struggles you will say this is like it, no player will be that until they
4: do it and you they know what that's it. a great Great comparison right there. I, the Steph Curry thing, I didn't even think about that. That's a guy that coming in, the same kind of thing. You do an amazing job in college. You are blowing everybody out of the water with the things you can do. But because of your size, nobody believes you're going to be any good. Steph Curry should have been the first pick that year. Hands down. Like, no questions. You think? And, and what oh, you Yes, of course. Of course. Steph Curry changed the game of basketball. I yes, mean, Tony, me, no one over, over
0: and no year. one now. Like yeah. uh, Steph, no, knowing, knowing this now. Right.
4: Yes. Knowing this now. Yes, you're right. That's what it is. It's having knowledge afterwards. But uh that's actually a really good comparison. Uh, now that I think about that, because, uh, you know, I knew Steph Curry before he came in the league and I thought he was going to be good like I do Bryce right now. But I thought that his size was going to hinder him. I didn't think that his style of play was going to work. But it did. You didn't
2: see they would change it the it fucking game reason. of yeah. basketball. Yeah. so I mean, um, they completely changed. And it's wild that he did that in such a short span. It yeah. seems like a long time ago, almost. And it wasn't. I heard Doug Gottlieb talk about this. I think I mentioned it either on the Friday free for all last week's show. And Doug Gottlieb is a basketball guy. He's a former college basketball player. I think he got in trouble for stealing a credit card or something and using it in college. He's been on ESPN forever. He's got an afternoon show that's on syndicated on one of the radio stations I listen to on the way home from work. And he said, when you look at the great players of history, though, they were never the best athlete. Well, maybe he didn't say never. He said, rarely were they, right? Is he says this, and he's a basketball guy. So he was trying, he was talking about Jokic and basketball. And he was saying, like, we tend to think that because we have to project traits and abilities that we just think the most athletic is the is equates to greatness. And then what he started to say is this, he's not saying that unathleticism is a good trait. That's not what he was trying to say is like being like, not having those traits is not a good thing. But he, what he was saying is, is that there is another factor other than athleticism that contributes to greatness yeah, and that is some sort of intangible factor, and it's like, and when he said intangible, I mean, I think he's like saying almost hard to describe, hard to capture. Yeah, yeah, is like uh, so. Tom Brady, right? I mean, look at flubby Tom Brady coming out of college, six round pick. Look at Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice's numbers in in football are like Wayne Gretzky numbers in ho- in hockey. They're like yeah. insurmountable numbers. Like when you look at them, they're like Wilt Chamberlain numbers. You're like you just like we got to just talk about everybody, but like you got to take all of them. We'll talk about all the other guys, but these dudes um I'm trying to think Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, a lot of these guys were never they had something else. And he was talking about Jokic. He was saying this, is Jokic is Big, yeah. I mean, if he was six foot two, his game wouldn't work, right? He did say that, but like he's like slow, he's like it's he just but he just does everything. I mean, it's just something you can't describe, he just got something about him, and I will say that we tried to bet on that a lot, or I think well, uh, like again, the, the NFL is a very copycat-ish type, fat faddish league. I would say faddish. So once you saw Cam Newton and then later Lamar Jackson and stuff is like mobility, mobility. You're like, you're like, we want a mobile, big mobile, big mobile. And then Patrick Mahomes comes in. It's like, we want the it factor, the it factor, the it factor. Bryce Young, I think that's what we base the pick on. Yeah. Is the it factor. I am tired of these videos floating around, though, of Panther fans. Maybe not the videos, the reactions. They're like, look at Bryce throwing before he makes the break. (sighs) This guy.
3: Never like seen it. I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, do you guys know that this is practice, there's no pressure, and they know they're running that play on purpose, but they're like, Oh, look at that. Look at that. We have never seen anybody with that anticipation.
0: I mean, on. to be fair, that is what you want to see him doing, and but we haven't had course. that type of anticipation like, like, what in what you, a long like, time. You're not
2: even in a b- defensive scheme. It's one, it's like, hey, run to the post. But if I, I think told you to go deep, and you were like, and I just threw it. I understand. You like, oh, he
0: went but deep, he didn't even the, know I, the idea that we have a quarterback that is on time, on rhythm, and can throw his receivers open. Even when you see a glimpse of it, you're like, Oh, there's that beautiful bean footage, baby.
2: And he threw it before he even turned around. Crazy. Never
0: That's seen good anything. Shit. That's what you want to see. Yeah.
2: That's
4: what I want exactly. yeah. to see. I need to see bias. that. I need to see that. All right. Look, well, hey, but, r- real quick before y'all, uh, I just got a call from my friends. Uh, We're having bad storms here in Carolina and they lost some power. So I got a bunch of people coming over that don't have power. So I am going to have to hop off here. Uh, I hate that I had to do this two weeks in a row, but uh, I didn't anticipate this. Yet? yeah i didn't either like i said i lost power last night and we were at their house so tonight we've lost they've lost power so they're coming over here and it's just oh, a matter of a bunch of people in the house at one time um but i will i will definitely go through the show and yeah i got you anyway right. um Later, i appreciate y'all thank you so much y'all keep pounding i hate that i have to go i promise you that very soon i'll be on for a full show <laughs> i know the last two weeks <laughs> haven't been like that but i promise you soon it's gonna happen um but to everybody out there keep pounding and i do appreciate it and uh Guys, I will talk to y'all tonight, and we'll figure things out. For sure. All right. And now there we y'all. can all
2: be optimistic there, when Greg's gone.
4: There you go. Yeah.
2: No more wet blanket.
7: <laughs>
2: all right, Greg. Have a good day. Nice, good night. Man. Um. All right. So, what else we got? What's next? What are we talking about next? Uh, I remember. About-
0: um, we wanted to have a discussion. Uh, there's a couple of players that are on the final year, or, oh, of God. their I of their contract. Counts, with the Carolina Panthers, and I want to ask you boys, and I want to ask everyone in the chat, you know, if you think back to Josh Norman, right? Josh Norman balled out of control in the year that he needed to do so when it was time to get paid. My question is, what player is going to do that this year? There's a lot of players oh, that are only yeah, have one year to left on their too. deal
2: conversations at once. We're knocking out two birds with one stone. Alright, here's the list of players on their final year that we brainstormed. And chat, double-check our work and tell us if we got something wrong. YGM, Frankie Louvou, uh Loviscus Chenault, Marquise Haynes, DJ Shark, One Year Deal, Bravion Roy, Stanley Thomas Oliver, and... The last one we got on the list is Jeremy Chin. Now, the reason I asked you about this, or I said this is a great way to dovetail this. Yesterday, again, you guys go check out the the great the the good discussion I had with Mike K on uh, yesterday about kind of recapping or wrapping up Panthers minicamp. And he's the one who wrote the story. By the way, ninety nine cent uh, subscription, first month subscription for the Charlotte Observer. Go support your local media. Uh, People like Mike K um, bringing us this insight. He uh, was the one that did the Tremble story about, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, You know, where where he said he wasn't coached up. Right. And those things. So he did that story. And he also just put out this. And in one of his recent stories, Panther Stockwatch, actually, this is a story put out yesterday. Um, here's what he said about Jeremy Chin. And he even messaged me after the show. He said, I think I almost was too hard on Jeremy Chin because he described him as awful last year. I was like, man, that's a little rough. But I mean, he had some reason, but he said this look, so a guy who thought he had an awful season last year. He said this about Jeremy Chin. Chin had a really strong off-season program, as he drew genuine praise from his teammates and coaches during OTAs. He made a
6: save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty-nine each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty-nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: A couple of big plays in coverage during the workouts that he couldn't make last year. As the big nickel corner, Chen has shown improved coverageability and field awareness Obviously, padded padded practices could tell a different story. But Chen looks like a completely different player under a new staff. Entering a contract year, Chen needs a big year to earn a major payday. So Chen's the name there. I think it's Luvu. I think it's like I'm looking at Luvu as having a big year, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it will be outside linebacker? In this, uh, in this moment, that's why they kind of have him listed right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's gonna have to look. I think they're gonna send Brian Burns at the quarterback every time, and Luvu's gonna have to go towards the quarterback a lot, but also be ready. Okay
0: to step back into coverage a little. So you might consider this.
2: Well, that's kind of
0: what the big nickel corner is. And we've been wondering what position Chen even plays. Like, How are they going to use him specifically in this defense? And he appears to be... I asked him about that.
2: right? And he said this. I said, man, we got so many damn safeties on this team. And he said that when you're running that 3-4 with the big nickel is you're trying to put four safeties on the field. Kind of. And or maybe three, say for three or four. But the idea, you know, Shaq Thompson, his rookie year, that's the position he played the big, the Buffalo Nickel, Buffalo Nickel corner. And that yeah, is right. a guy who has enough ability at times to do coverage, but plays a lot like a linebacker, also. Right. Yeah. So maybe this scheme will help Jeremy Chen.
0: Yeah, and I mean, especially with the Giro Rivero now and how he's right. been able to use linebackers and safeties, that's you know that's why a lot of people are very excited about Jeremy Chen.
3: Well, I think there's a lot of people that are still really down on him, and I've said from the get-go, Like it seems to me based on the things that they've said, that Jeremy Chen is going to play more of a role like he did his rookie year when he had his best season here in the uh, in a Carolina Panthers uniform, right? So... I think that this year is a year to be excited about Jeremy Chen. Um, it's unfortunate that it happened this year, and he wasn't better last year. Because if last year he were better, we might have been able to go ahead and sign a, a three year extension that's pretty affordable and still gets him paid, but doesn't uh, you know completely destroy our cap situation. But right. he's got you know the 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 reality of Jeremy Chen is he is playing for a lot this year. A lot of people want to talk that because in contract years team, you know, guys tend to play better. I don't believe that. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people that we've had to let go because they didn't play well in their contract year. I think it's just that when you see people get contracts, it's because they, you know, they, they played in their contract year, like they played well enough. Right. Um, so Jeremy Chen has a lot to, to you know go on. I think that might lead us into another conversation about who all we have left on this team this year that are in a uh that are in a, a one-year contract or one more year left on their contract situation right now
0: yep so uh, uh another name that people really get upset with is cj henderson cj yep. henderson is a player that we did not pick up his fifth year option yet he is listed as a starting corner on the carolina panthers and it's a make or break a year for him and if he doesn't make it with the Panthers, that that's going to be his third team in the NFL? Uh, I mean, or well, no, his second team in the NFL, but what? Is a third team going to sign him and pick him up? I mean, it just seems very do or die for his career right now. And there's always been this discussion, does C.J. Henderson even love football? Does he love what he does for a living? And I think that that's a good question. Uh, and it's something that we've been wondering for a while. And this year, it's going to go a long way. And and showing us what kind of dedication to his craft that CJ right. Henderson actually has. Um, another player who is not technically on the last year of his deal, but I'm going to mention him anyway. It's Derek Brown. And when it comes to Derek Brown, you know next year there he'll be on the fifth year uh, on his uh, fifth year option and. Most of the times, players don't play on that fifth-year option. Right. They want to get paid a little bit before, especially when you're a, a very important player to this defense, like Derek Brown is. And uh, you know, I, I'm tired of paying top three uh, money at a position for a player who might only be top ten. So what right. I'm saying is, I want to see Derek Brown break through this year and become that destroyer that monster in the middle that we've been waiting to to see him become. And he did so last year. Uh, he was one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL at getting pressure, getting into the backfield. He did a very good job. But I want to see him get to the quarterback a little bit more. And now right. that he'll be playing more of a five-tech, uh, I'm believing, uh, I believe he'll be in more of a beneficial position to do so. Yeah. So. I would really love to see Derek Brown take that jump this year.
3: I'm, I'm, I, I think that he will. I think that he's got the fifth year option, but I also think that uh, that Derek Brown being a focal point on this defense this year because of the scheme is going to be helpful. I think there's a lot of a lot of this change that's really going to help um, pinpoint the the strengths of of the the guys that we've considered to be stars on this defense i think brian burns is one of those people um but yeah Derek brown certainly has uh has the potential to really you know come on strong this year um and and you know granted he's still got his fifth year to play through um i think there's a good chance that he gets an extension if he plays well this year so we're gonna find out um i just don't know what to expect out of him man he's been he's been a uh, a consistent player on this defense but he hasn't blown the doors off of the defense, and that's what you kind of expect from a guy drafted right. as, as he was. So I don't know whether to say that he's a bust or if you can say that he is a success, but he's kind of in the middle, and this year can change the about? title on that. Derek Brown.
0: Derek uh, Brown. And we know it wasn't defense. on the list, but it, I, I don't think was, he'll play under that fifth-year option. I think right. well, they'll probably want to pay him a little, bit, a little bit sooner, and a lot of it will depend on what he does this year. And we'll but, be
2: interested uh, to see where he plays, right? Because one of the people that I'm Mac- thinking they'll McCall. play
0: five tech more,
2: right? So he might be a defensive end in a three, four defense, is what you're saying? Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, because I think they're gonna play Shia Tuttle in the middle or McCall. I, McCall, McCall, yeah, but I think Shia Tuttle is gonna be a big part of this defense this year, really. Yeah, I really do. I, I feel like I don't think he's big he's enough gonna,
2: to play nose.
0: No, I, yeah, I, he is. I, I feel like he's gonna be the player I, I think he was that, a defensive end in a four three. He is gonna be the player. Well, they have him lined up in the middle. He's been batting down passes. Uh and yeah, yeah, he's pounds. a he's a defensive tackle. Um, and my thing with Shy Tuttle, I feel that he's gonna be the type of players that the type of player that's going to allow other players to play fast. Brian he's a good player. If shot total
2: hits, right. If this is a type of player you want to hit 27 years old, a defensive tackle, a lot of these guys can play till they're like 32. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Because their game isn't so built on the idea of like that speed or something, you know what I mean? Like it's being big and bulky is their asset. If you could hit on a guy that's 27 years old right now, by the way, a North Carolina kid from Midway, North Carolina, went to North Davidson High School. I don't know where Midway, North Carolina is. I'm about to Google it. Um, But if you could hit on that, that would be giant. You know, yeah. it's like you need a player like that that we're not talking about. That's what we're going to need is we're going to need Brian Burns to be Brian Burns. We're going to need Jeremy Chen to play, really have one of his better seasons. Yeah. I failed to ask, I think, or phrase it in the way I wanted to ask Mike K if you weren't because someone asked Cody this, I think, on either the Friday free for all or one of our shows. If you are, if you weren't a Panthers fan, would you consider maybe even CK asked it if you weren't a Panthers fan? Would you consider JC Horn injury prone? I wanted to ask him that because he's not a Panthers fan. He was kind of new to the area. Midway is near Winston-Salem. So you're
0: uh, Tony, did you have a player that you predict uh, is gonna that you're really gonna kind of have a breakout year this year now that they're on the final year of their deal?
2: So, Mike K was real high on Haynes Marquise Haynes. I don't yeah. know if, how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm not I sure think yet. Chan, look, I think Luva Luva was my guy that I think could have the like could be a household Louvre. name. Okay, I expect Chan to be better than you guys give him credit for. Kind of credit, not you guys, but you know, what I'm saying like the, the narrative that started to infiltrate the kind of uh it's like he's like good but not great type replaceable player. Um here's one that I want to see. I want to see LaViscus Chenault become a running back.
0: <laughs> I'm down I want it to be I'm here I, for this.
2: I want him to follow in the footsteps of Cordell Patterson,
0: yeah. Dude, and he's so freaking big and strong, man. Like, and there's his no reason game for is him about to knock. just
2: kind of get his, like, is not route running. It's about just, again, having some sort of factor where you are just pretty, like, you don't have, know how to describe it. He's not the fastest dude. He's not the biggest guy. He's not the this guy. He doesn't have the best hands. He doesn't have this. But, like, if you can just get the ball in his hands, shit seems to happen at times. Yeah. So, yeah, I want no, Lavisca I... Chenault to be a to be our Cordero Patterson, and this seeks to answer two of my or meet two goals. One, this would edge out old Chuba. Get that mug out! Of here. I feel so bad. Hey, I don't like it's Matt Rule, and then I feel like the second I talk the people I talk the most shit in my life about Matt Rule, Matt Khalil. I don't like Matts clearly. Chuba Hubbard gets a lot of fucking shade from me. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I just fucking. I'm also uh,
0: one of the only people that doesn't slander Chuba at every opportunity and think <laughs> that he can, and thinks that he can still be a serviceable NFL so running. So ridiculous! But, hey man, I'm just saying he went for over a hundred against the. You Lions sound like last Matt year. Rule's wife. Oh, give me a break! <laughs> uh, hey, shout out to nine ten Panther fan. With the two dollar love bomb. He Thank says, Amen, Tony Lavishkin is a big year. So yeah, that this will be a big opportunity for him. And this is uh, a good
2: time. That's a good segue, too. Thank you, 910. Oh, Panthers. I did want to
0: read this one comment though. Chad Howell says, I cut a guy's hair that was an offensive tackle at Wake. He said Tuttle was unblockable. So hey nice. man, dude, maybe, maybe uh Maybe he what might be like, do...
2: Tuttle and YGM and Louvu are like giant names this year.
0: Wow, now you're now you're talking reckless. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, dude. Hey, if it happens, I would love to be wrong. You know, I, I want to be wrong about a lot of these guys. I'm not expecting a lot from CJ Henderson. I'm damn sure not expecting a lot from oh. YGM, but I would damn sure love to eat my words about all of them and have them be a surprise this year. My
2: man that means they're this. winning look,
0: football games for
2: us. The real AP is trying to remind us that this is 910, ain't no 910. It's an area code 910. But well, you know what? I'm from the 252 G Vegas, baby. <laughs> the 252. Um that the look, Panther fan uh, brings up a good thing is like, here's an opportunity uh to support the podcast, man. You can do that by smashing the thumbs up button, subscribing or becoming a C3 super fan, a small thing that a lot of people, this you see those green tags floating around. Uh, they are people that say this, I just want to give $2 a month to the podcast, or should we say a $1.50 while Google takes 50? So. But they want to contribute a $1.99 of their own money monthly. It's a small way to crowdsource the show because that's where really media, not media, but this type of stuff is really coming from is at the end of the day, You can't count on ads and advertisement revenue. It's just too hard of a battle to win. So thank you so much for that support. It's great to be a C3 super fan. We appreciate your time, your energy, and effort. And you can also join the C3 community on Twitter. I started it right away. They opened communities on Twitter. And I guess they're trying to base it. It's a great idea. It's kind of like creating a Twitter Discord. But it's going to be hard, I think, for people to embrace right now because you have to intentionally post to the community and i think so many people are programs myself and everybody myself included just you just post to twitter so i this is what i really want maybe here's my suggestion that elon musk is have a post to twitter and community option at the same time so, like, what if I wanted to talk about this in a community, but also to the entire world? Instead, you know, it's like, can I share my tweet in the community and on Twitter simultaneously? But join uh, the C3 community on Discord, Twitter, and just by leaving a comment, smashing thumbs up button.
0: And uh, hey, man, one of the patron saints of the C3 Panthers podcast. One of the longest
2: listeners, dude.
0: That boy just don't care. Oh. Gifted five 30. memberships in the chat room to Kristen ladane Rock Jones, Shad Show, Rob, Jorge Marcelo, and Chad Howell. You are the man, just don't care. The most ironic nickname, by the way, because that man clearly cares. Uh, he cares more than anybody. Yeah, he cares more than anybody. He cares about the C3 Panthers you know, podcast.
2: I, say, I see G Cavassier on Facebook. What's up, my man? And oh, look, yeah. is that uh, this is the starving time for podcasts. So just think this is that if you're here tonight, we really appreciate it. This is great stuff. We're really going to try to build that C3 membership program throughout the season. The whole goal is to keep it at a, such a reasonable, you know, thing is like, that's it. It's just like, church throw a dollar in the buckets, better than nothing yeah um so but know this is we appreciate the the people that got them green tags in the off season because it drops like a lot during mm-hmm. this time so man it's awesome yep. man i'm so excited about going to monster subs in spartanburg now if you go look at their menu it's dope they got a, a knuckle sandwich Like this It's it's so Italian.
0: Yeah, he's a real pie. Really good. He's a real paizan, man. You know it's going to be some great sandwiches. (laughs) But uh, hey, before we go forward, dude. Hey, you know what I just noticed?
3: I, you know, listen. I have a feeling,
0: dude. I just looked at the chat room, and there's a bunch of freaks in here, dude. What? I think uh, you might need to talk to these freaks and weirdos real quick big papa let them have it
1: ladies
3: and gentlemen boys and girls of all ages we just saw the blueprint the carolina panthers had for the coaching staff we're waiting to see what they have for the rookies with the free agent acquisitions all of these things but you've come here to the c3 panthers podcast to have a discussion about what you saw tonight About what's going on in the NFL, what the Panthers plan to do moving forward. But you haven't hit that like button yet. You haven't hit that subscribe button yet. Hey, maybe you haven't hit that join button yet. Well, I have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks. Subscriber shame.
0: Oh, snap, dude. We got 112 people watching right now. 63 thumbs up. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell, and tap on that join button to get first access to all of the incredible content that we're going to have coming your way as the season inches closer. Tony, uh, would you be interested in doing some cat calls?
2: I would. I uh, can't help but make this joke. As Kristen Delane said, or Ladane, excuse me, she said, I want to sub now. And my first thought was about probably someone who called in tonight. I was like, thank God Joey the Black <laughs> Panther ain't in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. So he's a hound dog, man. He's a hound dog.
5: Hey, like, but a hound dog. Yep. <laughs> All
0: right, on my face. All right. So hey, yeah. this is the portion of the pod where we let you have your voice be heard, man. Call into the cat calls line at 252-228-5098- Leave a message and let us know what's on your mind.
3: So, what are your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty s. Sh- you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
7: Uh, very uncomfortable.
3: So, how do you think catcalling
4: makes the person feel?
7: It, and it feels a good, and like. A three <laughs> and a four. And a who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face in his nose. Who's that kid that can use one?
2: Oh, uh, okay. oh, yeah. out, I forgot. Uh, so wow. Hey,
8: good evening, boys. Patrick, uh, baby, Can right you here in Jamestown, yep. North Carolina, giving you guys a call. Uh, give a shout out.
0: What's up, Pat? first yeah. want to commend Tony on what
8: a wonderful little uh, interview with Mike K. I, I, I thought
2: you held your own there, brother. Thank um, you, man. Thank you. Yeah, good, good information out of that
8: podcast uh, episode. So I appreciate that. Um, so. Other thing I kind of wanted to see y'all's insight on and then talk about, uh, listening to the NFL Blitz today, uh, they were talking about, uh, division and, uh, teams that are overhyped and teams that are underhyped.
5: Uh, oh. so when they
8: did the NFC South, uh, they believed that the Saints are overhyped and they believed that the Panthers were underhyped. Um, I wanted to see what you guys thought oh. about that, and if you're in agreement with it. Love uh, it. I actually do agree, other than the fact that uh, Atlanta could be an um, under team as well, uh, depending on their quarterback situation.
5: Who is uh, their quarterback? I do
8: agree. I just feel uh,
5: – Ritter the and the
8: I got the text, text, yeah. uh, this morning saying that, you know, different tiers of teams in the NFL, and you've got, like, you know, the first tier, second tier, third tier, fourth tier, and fifth tier – course, they got the Panthers down on the fifth tier. Uh, with it's fair for this tier partner. being like Detroit Lions and um, the Saints and things oh,
0: like that. Oh, yeah, we have I to talk about those teams
8: last year. So it's kind of unrealistic. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. But yes, thanks for everything you guys.
0: Patrick, baby Ryan, I really appreciate you, man. That's a fantastic question, uh, and you actually reminded me of something that I wanted to bring up later. Brought in up two, right we to got our two receiving cord. but yeah, you uh, brought up two ages, points: us
2: in the division, right, and then kind of tears of the NFL.
0: So there are two levels to this, right? The Panthers are always underrated, and that no, no, no one outside of the Carolinas is ever expecting shit from the Panthers. Should they though? That, Uh, Well, I mean, I believe if you're following the team and you see what our defense has been able to do in the past, you see the additions that we've made at quarterback, at receiver, uh, and I'm going to have a discussion about that in a little bit. But, yeah, I do think that we're underrated right now. However, I do think it benefits us to be slept on because no one is expecting anything at all from us, and we get to come out guns blazing with a chip on our shoulder ready to be angry and pounding fools in the mouth. So I love it. I'm into it. I definitely do think that the Saints are overrated right now. I feel like they're just saying that because Derek Carr is their quarterback and he has the most experience out of being a quarterback in the division. And granted, that's a a point to a degree. But I feel like a lot and of their he's defenses, been very
2: good to be like as he well been, not very
0: come on that's too much the amount of it's it's one of he's those things okay. if you decent. are a
2: Derek Carr fan say you are a Carr fan you are gonna say a lot of things about kind of the temperament you just came about being a Panthers fan like nobody ever respects us nobody ever does this if you're a Carr fan you're saying like. Look at how much he's produced and done in the most dumpster fire fucking situation in the history of football, if you're a Raiders fan.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, that's a point. But again, I want to see it before I bestow him this oh, upper echelon quarterback type of thing. You know, uh I, I'm just I, I'm not impressed. I think they have a lot of members of that Saints defense. They're getting older. Well, well, How long yeah, has look, Cam I, Jordan been playing okay. now? Okay.
2: So, Cody, this is one thing: is like I'm not ready to sleep on the Saints entirely and dismiss them, but I do agree. Overall, first of all, I always tend to think they're worse than they truly are, the Saints. But I'm again, I've said this over the last few weeks. I've told you about my, I'm early to the party on shit all the time. So I was like two years ago, oh, this is, man, we're going to see the Saints defense slow down. You know, come on. Like, I mean, it's not, it can they're getting old. You know, they can only continue to do this. They wrote it out two years more than I expected. So I am cautious in just being like, oh, they're not going to be good because they've just screwed me over for so long. Carr is better than we give them credit for, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think their defense got poached a lot this year, too. And if Kamara yeah. if Kamara is suspended for a significant amount of time, that really hurts that team because he's yeah. really he's the guy I'm afraid of on offense. <laughs> him and him and Carr together. Yeah. And not I mean, they
0: Carr. bought in Jamal Williams from Detroit. Okay, he's so, a good running back. But he asked about
2: Atlanta though. Too. Yeah. we're not asked. Is this is I'm not afraid. How about this? Is I'm not afraid of the Saints. People may be overrating them. I hope I'm not sleeping on the Falcons as a fan, because mm-hmm. I'm like sitting here from the outside. I thought, oh, fuck them. We can win that. We can beat their They made Ritter as their quarterback. And then I went and looked at their roster and they added a bunch of names. But on the other hand, the names that they added this off, these are fucking old as shit. Like oh yeah, Calais Campbell, am I you? Yeah. So they went. So I don't know if they are fools gold or am overrating them, underrating them. I well, am not afraid of them. I'm worried that oh, I'm not taking sure. them seriously though, because what's their coach in his third or fourth year? Uh, Arthur Smith. Yeah.
0: Well, they represent an unknown like us. So Falcon fans, they they're loving this team. They think they have the ability to go far now why, why do they think that falcons fans why are do a different kind of delusion that, um... so uh right now every grading system be it pff pro football outsiders whatever you might you know whichever one you might pick they all rank the falcons offensive line as a uh top 10 offensive line in the nfl they just drafted Bijan robinson they still have kyle pitts they have drake london and again, most of these guys are young, unproven players. And to, to be honest,
2: well, Drake th- th- London th- is probably are, more promising than Kyle Pitts. Are you more scared of Kyle Pitts or Drake London?
0: I mean, Kyle Pitts, when he's healthy, is a much superior athlete, Jake capable Matthews, of burning left tackle, you for a old. lot more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, are they have some people? older players, but also, you know, at Atlanta, they represent a lot of unknowns. Like, they, they don't. They don't know what they have in Desmond Ritter. They don't know how he's going to be his first year as a starter. Right. Uh, they don't really know what they have in Kyle Pitts. He's been injured a lot. He had one good season, but then just kind of been hurt. Drink London, kind of similar. And whenever you draft a running back like that, that high, you know they're going to run the football into the dirt. So, Uh, Remind you a little of what
2: Tennessee did with Derrick Henry. Yeah, they have a
0: they have a relatively simple recipe for success, and I think that's why maybe people think that they might be a good team. But again, man, with Atlanta, I'm just I don't trust until I see it.
2: I don't even know who their backup quarterback
0: is. Well, it was Mario though. Oh, right. yeah, somebody said in
2: the chat. So this is all right. Let's hear because this is a good time to talk about Atlanta. So all right, so let's go ahead and CK. You can round out this discussion. Um, Saints, I'll be right back. Saints, overrated, underrated. Falcons, um, sleep. Am I sleeping on them? Should we be taking them more seriously? And then Baker Mayfield's Bucks. Where the Panthers fit in there, and I don't know if the media is wrong about putting us at the bottom. And what I mean by that is like, uh, the Saints got a proven quarterback and not pro but a experienced quarterback, and they've been pretty good for years at this point. The Bucks have a lot of old talent. Um, it's just hard to say they would be the worst when they've got like some pretty good players. Right. And then you get the Atlanta, who has got the third-year coach. I mean, I almost feel like is yes. I think the Panthers are going to be better, but I don't know if it's unfair for us to say that we're third or fourth in this division.
3: I think right now, um, I think it's it's hard for teams to be to back us just based on our history right now. Sure,
2: and um, transition.
3: Right, new quarterback,
2: and, new coach, new I mean, it's like exactly. even the best scenario is ten wins in some ways.
3: Well, and that's why it's 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 really difficult to fault somebody for putting this farther back because right. I mean, also because we're not winning, a lot of these pundits aren't even going to know who these player are players are on our team right now, right? So when you're talking about having un, no superstars that you can really say, you know, then I think that's uh that's a, a a pretty good indicator as to you know the 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 reason why they would put us at last or you know it, somewhere close to that
2: um, like i think we comparison. could be better uh ck i think we could be better than the saints but i think that if the odds if i went to las vegas right now and i was like i want to put a bet on who's going to, to be second third fourth first second third fourth in the nfc south and I put a hundred dollars down, I would expect the Saints to pay the least amount of money. And right. that meaning the odds be that they are the fave. I wonder who is this? Is I almost honestly is like if I'm placing the if you're an odds maker, you probably put the Saints bucks as the money like that, where it's like the right. least. I would say the Atlanta Falcons and the Panthers are actually the longer odds, but it's possible. It's possible to do it. But if you're an odds maker, you're not talking about possible. You're talking about probables. So I don't think, right, yeah, it's like, it's like if, we, if they put us at second, it would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean,
3: I, I think that if they put us in second, then... Um, no, no, not really.
2: I think that... If you the were the fa- odds maker... For a bookie in Las Vegas. So the what you would do is this is if I put a hundred dollars on, you would pay less money, less than a hundred dollars to the number one person, right? right? So like is so who's the number one person? Odds as a bookmaker. Is is it the Saints? Probably. It's Saints? almost Saints and then Bucks, pretty close in that. No,
3: Bucks aren't close to me. Bucks. I know they have the a, a lot of different pieces, but when you look at their quarterback situation, it is absolutely this. god we're awful. Gonna
2: pull this. We're going to pull. Actually, look. Thank you, Sideshow Rob, for saying. I want us that we're going to set our own line and then I look it up. So, look, I think it's going to be Saints, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, and the odds. Right. Um, I think the safe money. I think the I wouldn't bet on. Any they of the don't have a
0: in. they don't have a quarterback.
2: Who doesn't? The same. the Bucks.
0: The Bucks.
2: No, that's true. Is but again, there neither is the, the Baker Falcons. bump, the Baker bump. Yeah, neither do no, the Falcons. Dude, I,
0: I feel like everyone is the down odds
2: to win. I don't know, man.
0: I I think we're bitter. the bookie, I know so the one. I
2: would never bet on it. Like, there's a right. difference between what you would bet on and what the book says it is. Um, all right, so right now, the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Bucks are last. Holy shit! That maybe you know what? They're probably right. I like that.
3: I think the Bucks are last. I think plus one
2: thirty-five the- for the Saints, plus two thirty for the Panth- uh, for the Falcons, plus three forty for the Panthers, plus six hundred according to FanDuel. I mean, we can do. Uh, Sears, Caesar, Sears. I said Sears. Caesar's has uh the Saints at plus one twenty, the Falcons at plus two forty. So what that means is if you bet a hundred dollars, they give you one hundred and twenty. If you bet a hundred dollars, uh, the Falcons, they'll give you two forty if they win it. Pay it. There's three forty. The Bucks. Hell yeah! Wow. Are the Falcons and the Panthers fighting for the NFC South? That's the real. That's the headline there, Cody. Yeah, that is I the headline think, right I now. I think they are, or not. In a and it's the form. and so, it's and, the
0: week one matchup, baby. Yeah. That's,
2: oh, that that is the headline. Week one matchup may determine winner of NFC South. Oh, I'm that story, one right One might
0: determine so, like, NFC South victor. Yeah. Champ. Oh. Yeah, I have that to, to write this down. down. I got to write uh, this down. Hey, by that's the
9: way, that's a uh,
2: great headline, dude.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, shout out to C three Anthony. What up, Ant? It says, "What's up, boys?" Uh, Panthers plus three eighty. That's easy money. I believe, him, man, dude. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna surprise the people this year, man. Imagine writing this headline here as a week one matchup.
2: May determine. NFC sound champ. All right. So we got to actually, um, you guys can help me with the headline, but if think about this is the week we're going into the game. It's week one. We've done with training camp. We've, and everybody's excited. Everybody is um, undefeated. We're on the road with our new coaching staff, our new quarterback. And two days before that game, the game of the day before that game, You see a headline that says Panthers at Falcons week one matchup may determine NFC champ. How ballsy of a headline is that? How do we even make it worse or better? But like, as you are sitting there saying this game right here are the two teams that are the best in the division and y'all don't know it.
0: You're watching. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude, you're able to lay out, you're able to lay it out the way I did earlier, too. They have a good offensive line on paper. They have a running back that they just drafted that has all the talent in the world. They still have Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Desmond Rager shows a lot of promise. If you're a Falcons fan, I understand why you're excited. How about that? But we're about to smack these <laughs> right. fucking birds. So, uh,
2: we also got to write in this notes right here. We're gonna. I'm going to write this story. Or CarolinaCatchronicles.com. It'll be ready to publish that weekend. It will be. But think about the post-game show. Where we win week one. Bryce Young looks good. Mm. And, t- and we all come here. Bitch, I told you we're gonna win the NFC South. We gonna
10: win that's for the it,
2: that's the post-game show. Panthers. Just won the NFC South in week one.
0: <laughs> we gotta remember that.
2: Yeah, I'm writing it down. Now yeah. if I go back and read this note, yeah. post game, just gonna write this post game, if we win, we'll be ridiculous.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Make it more ridiculous, is my note myself.
0: Perfect. Right. The more ridiculous, the better You're over here at the sure. C2. We, we, imagine if you
2: think that if we take you know what we're taking that position from now on, is the week one matchup right now, secretly determined is two. You're looking at the two best teams in the NFC South. You may not know it. You may not know it, but you are, and the winner of this game might and likely could be the winner of the NFC South. Take that. And then what if you win the game and you do that and you actually won the South? We would put together the best mashup video.
0: Of oh, us. dude. Of us we just being be right. You mean of us just people. being being all the way right before oh, everyone right. else? You know what?
2: Note is this here. Note my next note. When this happens, be the most mm. ridiculous.
0: The most b- <laughs> And you know what? That's not going to be hard for us to do. (laughs) Oh, I know.
2: Just look at us in the offseason. How ridiculous it is now.
0: (laughs) we not ridiculous. That's like a year-round thing for us.
2: Let's uh, do another call. The number is 252-228-5098. What's up, C3? You know who the fuck it
11: is. What up, JJ? JJ.
2: It's J baby. uh, I was
11: calling in this week to let y'all in on a little. A little, little bet between me and G-Baby himself. I, Both of them related to Brian Burns. We got $50 that Brian Burns...
2: There's so many people waiting on bo Biscuits sack. or some shit still.
11: That's a big bet. That That's easy. And I got $50 that Brian Burns will have more sacks than Will Anderson Jr., the rookie for the Texans. Oh, that's so um i got brian burns in both bet obviously g baby don't because he, he he a hater um i also wanted to mention the uh the whole brian Burns, how like why people are so upset about us wanting to extend him i i wanted to bring up like cameron jordan like mm-hmm. like if you go look at how productive he was over the years like for years, he was putting in work off the edge for New Orleans. He gave us hell for years. He gave other people hell for years. We all know Cameron Jordan was a great player and great, mm-hmm. more underrated defensive edge over the past decade, if we're being honest. And I'm pretty sure he's worth every penny the Saints have spent on him because he's just a franchise edge. And I'm that's what I'm just trying to get at. Like. Brian Burns is worth it because he's a franchise edge. And he Cameron Jordan only hit 15 sacks in one season. But for the most part, he had plenty of seasons over double digits. I believe he has over 100 sacks for his career and is a great player Like throughout his career. Um, I, I think Brian Burns could easily be that for the Panthers, even if he isn't. And y'all's mind, a Defensive Player of the Year caliber player. And then I also wanted to ice up Cody oh. to, to end it all. Uh Not really because of the wide receivers, but more so because on the Friday free-for-all, he said straight up he'd be fucking disappointed if we lost eight games. And I just, Hell yeah. honestly, me personally, we've thrown a lot. A lot at the kitchen sink. We've thrown the kitchen sink at the wall. I'll stand by this. I'll
0: die on this. I just feel like
11: this. There's a lot going into this year, and a lot could go wrong. A lot could go right, but I I just think after all we've been through over the past five years, and for us, like a franchise that's never had back-to-back winning seasons.
2: That's why we're we're gonna win this this year. year. We lost last year,
11: and all be like, go with that and.
2: If eight losses was, like, a real disappointment. He's probably got a part two, but By just going address I, that.
0: I I stand on that. I'm going to be disappointed if we have eight losses this year. I mean, and, and people make it sound like I'm crazy. I mean, hey, I, I am. I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I, and I, I have no problem being the crazy one. I feel like this what team right now. What would disappoint you? I mean,
2: would you be disappointed with none?
0: I don't feel no. like that's enough. The
2: answer is no. I mean, you be I, you well, would be disappointed. Uh, you would be filled, full. You'd be full. It's like I'd going to, to the I would table. be wound.
0: I would be wound, not overwhelmed, not underwound. Okay. I would be wound. I but love that. My, yeah, my, my thing is like, I'm sorry, but to me, ten or eleven wins, that's my ballpark, man. And I think that is possible. That's overwhelmed, though, right? Yeah, but I mean, if you uh, get like,
2: 10 wins here, you're going to be, we're going to be insufferable on this. I wanted podcast to, to, to ask all
0: this. I, I've been fighting in the free for all uh, with a bunch of different people uh, about our receivers. I don't know who put this up, but somebody put best receiving groups. Including tight ends and running backs. I
2: think it's pro football focus has us at like the in the bottom.
0: Uh, a lot of them do, but they have us at the very bottom, in the hot garbage tier. And to me, that's bullshit. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Hear me out. It's one thing to be unproven. It's another thing to be garbage. But totally. Cam Newton. What Cam Newton was dealing with with the Great. Patriots a couple of seasons ago, that was pure garbage. Or what he was dealing with in his 20- D- 2016 yes. <laughs> like, I mean, in 2017, that was a garbage receiving core. But we have, what, four wide receivers? I, think
2: Brent Burst- I would say this Ted Ginn, Jericho Cottry, Brent <laughs> Burson, and Philly Brown is one of the worst receiving we- cores on paper in the history of Ever. the world. Jericho Catre, great receiver, just was so prolific before he got there, right? But like, uh that was nothing. That was nothing. That was like the worst. And you know what? And they turned out they all overplayed their names. They all overplayed that year, right? They exceeded Philly, exceeded expectations. Fucking Brent Burson was better than he was. He should be. Ted Ginn better than he should be. All those guys were better than Funches. Right, but, the look, best. but I'm telling you this is I think that who how do the Colts have a better wide receiving quarter than the Panthers? Yeah, that's how?
0: what I'm saying. Like what what name do they have on their team that everybody's like, right. oh yeah, that's a great receiver. And but by, by yeah, I mean I understand, we have, we have, I understand but look, we the Rams, have, right? I mean they yeah, got the Beastry, they got Cuff. My, I mean, my point is this we have four receivers that are over six foot two, three of them. Running the four threes, I mean we have speed, size, and power everywhere on the field, and our quarterback is the ultimate distributor of the football. They're all yards after catch players. I'm sorry, that's bullshit. If I think you want to take that, away tier six say, in
2: this list, and I think you move all the teams that are in tier six up, uh, Cody, because look, is this is the Bears? They got DJ, right? But has he had a better career and output than Adam Thielen? No. So same. I think we should smash the last three tiers into one group. All right. I mean, think of this. It's like, all right, so just look at the list. All right, so I say this is like I can't. I understand why you put us Mm. as an unproven at the bottom of the list, right? So I can't say we have a better receiving core than somebody who has a better receiving core when it comes to this, but I think you're pumping up the Steelers too much. I think you're pumping up the Colts too much. I think you're pumping the bears up too much. I think who's the Giants receiver. That's the dude. Yeah. No one even knows. And who gives me the a name shit? on the Packers? Who is the guy? Are yeah. Are trying to man, tell me the no, Cardinals no in Hollywood, knows. bro? I think you smash all tier
0: three, four and three. But four, people, my, my 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 ultimate four, issue four, though, Tony. Excuse me. My ultimate issue is people saying that we're a garbage bottom tier receiving core when we're just unproven. That's it's fine. Clear, I mean, I it's, understand. It's, that. it's clear when you look at the physical talent that we have at wide receiver that we are far better than hot garbage. And with all these other sure. uh, uh, publications are ranking the Panthers receiving core as, by the way, this includes running back and tight end. So you're accounting How about Patriots? The Patriots and Miles better... Sanders into this equation. Right.
2: But do the Patriots have a better receiving core than us? And I would say no. It might be comparable. If they sign com- DeAndre no, I would
0: Hopkins, say no. then
2: maybe. yeah, oh, No, but right now, do the Cardinals, the Packers, the Colts, the Patriots, the Bears, the Titans and the Texans have a better core than us. They might not be worse than us, but they sure as fuck ain't better. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is like those are all the same. There might be some that are worse than us, to be honest. Who the yeah. hell is the Packers yeah. receiver? Who is the who is tell me the guy? Who is it? Yeah, tell me the Cardinals That's better than Thielen. Let tell me put the Cardinals. Old receiver. ass Thielen. I put old ass Thielen against who's better in in Green Bay. Who's better right now in the in the New England Patriots team than Adam Thielen? And and I'm talking about that's the benchmark. That's an old ass motherfucking two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Who's better? I'm, the I'm with you. I don't man. know. Let's look at the. All right, so you guys continue the conversation. I'll look up these. You want to go the next call? As yeah, I look do up these call. Receiver. I'm gonna look up these receiver groups. That's what we're gonna do. I want you to circle the names on that list to me. This is the teams I'm looking at right away. Bears, Colts. Cause I know look, is look, I know DJ, you're gonna be like, oh, five thousand, or oh, whatever. But I could say that about Thielen too. Bears, Colts, Patriots, Cardinals, Packers, Texans, Titans.
0: And by the way, I love how everyone loves DJ more now that he's a Bear.
2: I know, but, dude. But
0: couldn't give less of a fuck about him when he was a Panther. Come on, dude. I mean, I'm
2: that guy now. You know what? I think this is I think. I like DJ. I want him on my team, but I'm not. I think people overrate him. But that's cool.
5: My
11: fault cut off on me. I'm going to make this one quick. No, I was just saying, I suck to Cody, me personally. I just feel like I I don't know how we could just come into this season just expecting or, like, really be, like, let down with this team if we have less than double-digit wins going into the season after all we've been through. I feel like a winning season alone is just a a W it's like, I don't know how a winning season can like be a letdown after like the shit we've went through the past five years, but let me know how y'all feel. If y'all, y'all standards are just high like that. I don't know. I'd be fucking psyched as shit. If we got a winning record,
5: Mm. um,
11: just because it shows we we're moving in the right direction. I hope we're the Jaguars uh, this year. They went nine and eight. They got a playoff win. Obviously, we'd be extremely excited if we were like the Jaguars this year. Franchise quarterback, franchise head coach, playoff
7: success—all—all all
11: things leading to great signs of the future. All right, two three, keep pounding,
0: bro. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but uh, again, yeah. I want a winning season. But I feel like this team is better than that, JJ. I think
2: whelmed is a good word, right?
0: Yeah. I think
2: think if we win seven, eight, I would say eight and nine games, I'm whelmed. Ten and above, I'm overwhelmed. And uh, seven and below, I'm underwhelmed. That's how I think about this team. Look at this shit. The Colts. This is their receiver core Josh Downs, Ashton Doolin, Ethan, Fur- and I'm just reading them on order, in order on their website. Ethan Fernea, Johnny King, Isaiah McKenzie, Rashad Perryman, Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman Jr., Xavier Scott, Vincent Pittman Smith.
0: is the only name on that list.
2: Who are these people?
0: Yeah, how are they better than the Panthers? What
2: how are they makes them I don't understand. Uh, I know that one look, I feel like the argument is over just with that group. Put them in the hot garbage group. They can't be <laughs> listed higher on our on like is like fine. You don't have, you don't like us, you don't respect us. That's fine, yeah. but that is over respect to them. The number is 252 228 Let's go to the next call. I'm going to look up the next receiver group.
9: What's up, C3? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Rainy What's day. up, man? Excuse me. As Cody now calls me, Harley from Charlotte. Yeah, whatever <laughs> no, that is. he has going on there, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I uh, hope y'all are doing good. I know I saw some of the horsemen earlier stream yard um how much to talk about i just kind of wanted to talk about the blueprint um i went back and watched it while i was driving and there's (sighs) three things i know dangerous that i just want to get my thoughts on they really (sighs) stuck out to me i do that shit all the time first thing is culture the history around our team I think it's really cool that they had a whole section based on like Frank Reich when he was the quarterback here and on capers and just old memories of them on the team and when Don was coaching a uh, Frank Reich. So that's awesome. History. uh The other thing on history, I love how they put pictures up in the locker room or uh, flat, like photos with flats on them. The guys like Luke Kegli and Sam Mills, Steve Smith, man, that's what what we should always have in our locker room so our players can know what the standard is and what those guys brought before them, how they can live up to that and play hard for, you know, the culture we have building here now. I thought that was really cool. At fool would never think to do anything like that because, you know, he didn't know how to run a football team. But I'm so happy he's not here. And um, moving on to, you know, Body language of these guys in practice. Everyone seems bought in. Everyone is smiling. Everyone, they're joking around, but they're working hard out there.
0: Dude,
2: check
9: literally the Cardinals. It feels like an NFL practice. It oh, we're going to check them. Look at like this one, though. Team I know. And that fucking name. An NFL team and we are ready to compete with the league. And I know I like to temper my expectations so I don't get disappointed if my expectations are too high. But I am expecting a lot from this team this year. Personally, I think we have a lot of good young pieces on this team, and especially, obviously, you guys know Bryce Young. But um, and then you I know, think the we're last getting antsy as fans. Like
2: we need it. We need it. It's not even expectation. We just need it.
9: Having these yeah. coaches play these positions and play football in general just gives a whole new perspective for these young guys and these veterans. Right. Um, there was a clip of Deuce Staley talking to Brian Burns uh, when he was coaching in 05 with the Steelers. Like that's what it's all about, man. And uh, you guys already know Anthony from Charlotte keep motherfucking pounding.
0: Hey, keep pounding. Five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, I love. Hey, I, I love uh, implementing the standard, letting everyone know and see what it looks like. Show them Sam Mills. They need to know what what he stood for and what keep pounding is. Put Steve Smith up there. Put Luke. I put Cam. Shit. I, I mean, I, I I feel like they need to, to know what the standard is here in Carolina. And you know um, who helped
2: us with that is Dom Capers. If you in that episode yeah? is that while Frank Reich may have played momentarily with Sam Mills, you can tell when he's asked about Sam Mills, he is complimentary, but he it wasn't somebody that had, I don't, I don't, and I'm just looking, I'm guessing, but I don't think their lives were remarkably intertwined right dom Capers said this is i was with three different teams with sam mills for like 12 years and that context that is so it's hard for you to understand the context and culture of a team if you don't have a relationship with them and the fact that we have now frank wright dom caper like it is full circle it might be just what we need at this moment to like make us more than a young team, but to make us a franchise. Like we need, can this make us have a history, right? Think about that is what, what if Frank Reich and this team become successful in the next few years? Yeah. And the fact that Dom, like think of what the narrative of the lore of Panther History would be as you bring in, as Steve Smith tells us about this, you know, it's like it adds something. We need a history, you know, that's where yeah. it's, for us to move to the next step, we need a past and that we need some success in there, or else it's just going to be a sad, sad story. And
0: we have had success, and that success should be venerated.
2: We uh, need it, we need it, uh, what, uh, consummated.
0: We yeah, need a consummation. Sure. Uh, Tony. Yeah, I know you brought up the Packers, dude. dude they're have, terrible. I, fuck But them. dude, hold on, dude. Look at the Cardinals. Marcus. Tell me when you hear any name that does Marquee, anything uh, for one. you. I know one. Marcus Mar- 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 Brown. Yep. Yeah. Rondell Moore. Greg Dort. I like Rondell. But Michael Wilson. Like, what the fuck are we talking about, dude? How no, is tell that me better about than this.
2: Us? Here, it's like we're dueling. Dueling worse. Look at this one though. Let's do it,
0: mm. Christian Watson. Never heard of him. Romeo, I um, know the name Watson. Apparently, he had a big year last year.
3: Big had second
0: half of the year. Yeah, and then, white white, white white okay. had, white Dubs, said Jaden Reed. Never, like, right? Toward... he was a touchdown machine, uh, machine last year as a rookie.
2: Okay, all right. So, your best player is a guy who was a rookie. That nobody's heard of outside of <laughs> yeah. fantasy players. And that's fine. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not trying to shit on them overly, but like this name, and when you read this group, who's on this list that you that is uh right now better than Adam Thielen? And I'm not trying to overpraise Adam Thielen at like he's a boss, but like who is this is like, I mean, Watson, read Reed, Torrey tour tour samari okay. tour Ter, uh don wicks grant dubose bo melton jeff Con. man i will put
0: damn uh damir bird against half these motherfuckers i mean dude you're not far off uh dude all right so look now i'm looking at the giants the giants have paris campbell darius slayton Isaiah Hodgins. They just drafted Jalen Hyatt. They still have don't Sterling Shepard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't dude. care about like, any of them. And then people have that's why the I said smash all those say groups into one. I say yeah. smash
2: all those groups into one. I understand if you're going to tell me a player has more upside than Thielen, that's why you're ready to rank them comparably. But I don't think right. you can say more. He was a touchdown but, machine. Look, all right, actually, somebody looked that up. He said he was a touchdown machine. Son, go look this up. How many like touchdowns? Pats. Did he actually have more touchdowns last year than Adam Thielen did?
0: So what do you feel about the Pats? <laughs> they have Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne. Told you, Juju, nobody. Juju Smith-Schuster, Jus- uh, Taekwon Thornton. Like, uh, again, none of those names... Yo, how about they have a Bill Murray? What the fuck? That's hilarious. None of this. None of this matters. That's what I'm not
2: trying to get us more credit. I think you are not you. Oh, the, for sure.
0: I the am. The list makers like, are giving those talent. people
2: more. No, the list makers are giving these people too much credit. Yes. Like far too much credit. Right. I mean, I
3: think. these, uh, these are I bad, they, CK. It's it's bad because of a couple of the reasons. Like, number one, at least we have proven wide receivers. Exactly. I don't care whether you believe they well,
2: Thielen and shark have done more in the NFL that, than all the names we just read. Right. That's what I mean is
3: so like, if you have them all listed as better than our wide receiver core, just those two being on our wide receiver core makes all of those other ones just not even coming in, in the ballpark. It should be absolutely a tier above. Now, am I saying we deserve to be in that top two category or top three? Absolutely not. There's not, You know, Terrace Marshall Jr. has the potential to take us there. I think Mingo has the potential to take us there. Um, But right now, they haven't proven anything. You can't put them there. But damn, when you look at what we do have, they absolutely have proven more than anybody else that they've got
2: on that list above us. It's comparable. A lot of people. At the very worst scenario, it's comparable, right? Any other right. team
0: you want to look at before we uh, go to our next call? Um, all
2: right, so, yeah, I do. All right, so we did. um So it's not. So we did Green Bay. We did. Uh, we did Arizona.
0: Nevada. We did Indianapolis.
2: Somebody said the Browns, but look, is Amari Cooper is pretty good. Oh, is Amari Cooper right now today. And remember, better... that
0: list was also including tight end and running back.
2: Oh, okay. Was just offense
0: then? Well, I mean, just offense for, minus just, the quarterback? How are they going to re- do that? Just receiving weapons. Oh, okay. People who can receive the ball. Uh, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, they traded for Elijah Moore. No, nah, hey, people don't want to hear this. I think the Browns are going to be a good team. People don't want them to because Bro, they hate I've Deshaun saying, everybody's now. Everybody's
2: been saying this for 40 years,
0: dude. Yeah, but they didn't have Deshaun before. And people hate Deshaun because of all the allegations, and rightfully so. But the dude can ball out. If you give him time in that offense, I think they're going to be a, a good team this year. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, any other teams? No, nah, no, nah, I think that's fair. I just... Again,
2: the point is, is I don't need more respect. I think it just needs to say this, that we're comparable. Sure. Right. It's like, I don't need you to uh, 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 like uh, acknowledge that our shit's better. Right. But I, I clearly out of those names right there. The fact is, I knew DJ Shark's name before he came to Carolina. Right. And maybe he's not even, and certainly he hasn't done that much. Adam Thielen has done more than anybody on that fucking list.
0: It's like, if we're going on a date, you don't have to take me to a Ruth Chris, but don't take me to McDonald's.
2: And McDonald's is definitely the Packers. It's definitely, there were teams there that had worse cores than us. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah. Arizona. Dude, I promise you, Arizona has a worse receiving core than the panthers
2: all right let's go to the next call.
1: hey guys 910 panther fan here what uh up? just like to uh start off by saying hey uh friday free for all was great glad i got to meet cody and uh you i look join, forward man. to meeting the rest of y'all guys on the next friday free for all it ain't gonna be n- this week i got a double but uh, uh so as far as uh Burns being the hero. I mean, Cody, you gotta really be uh honest with yourself, man. He's been the hero. He he's always oh, been yeah? the hero. Like for the last three years, like when you talk about the Panthers, you were talking about, you know, Brian Burns and, you know, the the names follow him. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the bigger names that we have. So I feel like probably should uh just uh, accept the fact that he's already our hero. You know what I mean? And, you know, and uh mm-hmm. we, we we got our Spider-Man, you know. So like we we got a Marvel hero already, you know, but maybe DJ Johnson, you know, takes a little bit of that stress off of him and he can be a little bit better. I mean, you never know. All right, C three, love y'all. Um can't wait to get on a show with y'all uh keep pounding
2: great appreciate time you to, brother great time me, to promote the friday free for all cody is you've yes, created sir. a very unique experience i want to actually this is a, i want to celebrate you for a second on this is you created a something that I, and i'm sure there's a, somewhere else on the internet that people have done things like this but you had a vision and you not only executed, but in the process became like the leader of a cult.
0: I'm the commander of the army, baby. I'm I'm out here on the front line.
2: You're a general. I'm the Joe hey, you Biden. Know what, you know what I'm is? awake.
0: Dude, <laughs> you know what it is, man? Uh, we have built such a dedicated fan base. Let uh, of, of, I me mean, look at all the people that we know from this chat room.
2: I know. people people,
0: people that we feel like We know personally. And I'm like, you know what? Let's give these people, these beautiful C3 Panther fans, let's give them more of an opportunity to let their voice be heard. We really don't play around over here at C3 when we say that we are the podcast that's for the fans, by the fans. This is a fan-driven podcast. And we want uh, fans of this pod to feel like their voice is heard. And the Friday free for all, every Friday at seven PM is your opportunity to do so. Join via StreamYard, come in, have fun. Yep. And uh yeah, dude, it's gonna be a cracking good time for everyone. Let me
2: say this though, the Friday free for all is kind of like I'm trying to then you might be too young. Um the roadhouse.
0: I know podcasts. Roadhouse. I know Roadhouse.
2: I feel like uh, you go in there. <laughs> like you better be prepared
0: do. to defend yourself.
2: Remember the blind guy that sits behind the steel? Like, so he's in the band, he plays in the band, but he's behind a fence and they're throwing. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Like, right.
2: if, when you get on the Friday free for all, you got to be prepared to be the blind guy in the fence in Roadhouse because that shit. Is awesome. It's like a mosh pit of fans. <laughs> hey
0: man, you have to you have to fight to get your word in edgewise sometimes. Awesome. But uh but it's really hey man, cool that,
2: because so many people love it, dude. And not that so many, not that that's surprising, but there is like a wild coke following too.
0: Well, dude and all, all like, of my you. all of my OGs that are on there every single Friday, Panther Pickle, Anthony, White Chocolate, JJ g baby, Yo, bro, hang like, out watch
2: TV shows together. But now.
0: like, they, yeah, dude, they're like, uh, you no, know, they've, uh, they've become popular characters in this C three Fantasy storyline
2: oh, that we've uh, got
0: going on, man. Ryan
2: Burns' brother followed me on Twitter. It was pretty cool. Followed me he, first. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. No, like, I've been watching. I see these yeah. things, so I knew. I knew you had already been followed by him. So I was sitting there. And I was like, and then he followed me out of nowhere, which was awesome, and gave a great compliment to the podcast and to you, Cody. So, like, it was a great uh, thing, you know what I'm saying? And so hopefully we can, you know, find a way to work with them in the future. But then I'm just thinking, man, I got a relationship with all y'all, and you don't even know it. G-Baby, I know G-Baby, i seen that battle. i seen that shit. I've seen that like it's like when you say personalities. Oh, we have them in the awesome. Like it's like there are in fact the stars are right. I feel like Panther Pickle might be a bigger star than we, I am.
0: <laughs> uh do people love them some Panther Pickle. Uh and by the way, the more and more we do it. So for example, nine uh let me make sure I say it right. Nine one oh Panthers fan. Uh he came on for the first time last Friday. I've been seeing him in the chat and uh uh, on twitter forever but he's finally like yeah you know what i want to join i want to be a part of the discussion i want to see some of the people in the chat room that have debt to come on to free-for-all i want to see them pop their free-for-all cherry that's <laughs> right josh what's he's, up bro uh, what's up and hey, that's how- skills
2: had a good idea he Kristen, said that he he wants to try to, and not because I don't think it was like meant to be a, like a weird way, but like imagine a a female version of the Friday free for all because there are a lot of women that listen to the podcast.
0: I've been wanting to do a and what a, if it a, was
2: just like they did what you did? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Dude, I, I do want to do an all female version and get some female voices. Uh, one of these Fridays to of all the ladies in the do. chat. I mean, yeah, come on, man. I mean, hey, Just, hey, they got co- to
2: deal with fucking see, okay, idiots of the people. Internet. That's the problem <laughs> is women have to deal with the in- idiots of the Internet.
0: Right. Hey, but you know what? I would be there white knight in shining armor. You're not allowed in the party. Douchebags. No, I have to be on the free for all. Come on, man. Have to be on the free for all. bro. But by the way, uh, shout out to hype man, Lucci.
2: The Wednesday uh, women all
0: <laughs> perfect. Uh, dude, uh, shout out to Brian Burns' brother, hype man, Lucci gave us a shout out on Twitter. He said, "Keep on doing what you're doing. I love the shot. I love the show, guys. know football. Appreciate that's you, man. A, that's and, crazy. It yeah, that might be the best
2: compliment, one of the better compliments. Oh, for a guy who it. plays football, but who used to be a professional football player, by the way. Like,
3: man, that's, I
0: know, right, dude? We're doing something right, man. We're doing something. Right. And, and, man, yes, be our hype man.
2: Be our hype man.
0: And we are going to have um hype man on the chat or in the pod at one point in time.
2: Yeah, need we need to figure out CK who we're gonna have to just ask, try to get some people maybe to come to Monster Subs in Spartanburg with us when we do that live. Right. Maybe if we could get one of them in there. Uh David Newton. Mm. David Newton, Mike K. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like it was like, what could, and you just don't want to overreach. I don't want to overreach. I want the, I want this moment at monster subs to be mm-hmm. very organic of what this podcast is, is that I haven't been to training camp in six years, but we're going to go and hopefully just impose ourselves and podcast at a real, a, a listener and supporters. Like for like the, the whole point is this is let's lock arms folks. Let's, right lock arms. Who's locking my arms with us this season? You better subscribe. Let's go to the next call.
12: Hey, guys. It's the growl that makes him howl, a.k.a. Joey the Blind Panther. So y'all know how y'all don't like Sweet Caroline, right? Y'all know, I I mean, I actually don't mind it. I mean, I never really listened to it.
2: Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because
5: it was the Panthers.
2: Hold on. Can we listen to what his statements were? What did he say? He said, I don't like Sweet Caroline. I don't mind it, but then I don't listen to it. <laughs> what a, oh, I what think a, he was saying he knows that we don't like Okay, I'm just
12: saying okay. the order of these well, events. Somehow, a.k.a. Joey the Blind Cancer. So y'all know how y'all don't like Sweet Caroline, oh, right?
5: Oh, I don't. Oh, y'all we know, don't. Okay. I, I mean, I
12: actually don't mind yeah. it. I mean... My bad. I never really listened to it. I know what
0: I want to replace it because me. it was the
12: Panthers' winning song. It made me like it because whenever We're I went at the Panther Stadium, it always meant something wonderful. But if y'all want to replace it, we got a new one for you. So there's this chick, this rapper. Her name is Sexy Red, <laughs> of and course. she has a song called "Town Town."
2: Of course,
12: <laughs> our song. And that's to be Joey's a name for our, our our one of our clubs. And we got the roaring riot. You know how the Browns have the downtown? Do oh, we, we have the pound town. Anyway, ah. guys. Oh you know why we should have pound town? Because we keep motherfucking
7: pounding. Yeah. Wow wow. Wow. Wow wow
2: wow. You know why I, uh he can do that? You know, I can say something as ridiculous as we need a fan club called Poundtown Sex? He's like a group of people who just <laughs> have uninhibited sex. <laughs> I hear a lot of that say keep out in the background. That's what it was. Because if you're going to say ridiculous shit like that, you got to bring some real shit. And the man always brings the growl that always. makes them howl. And that just reminds me. You
10: want to hoot with the owls, you better soar with the eagles.
2: And I think, bro, the reason he can hoot with the owls is that mug soars with the eagles. (laughs) With that growl right there.
0: Joey's the man. And by the way, my my vote has always been Pity Pablo up. Yeah. It seems like such a non
2: question. Probably
3: just too expensive.
0: Oh, he geez. cannot be more than Sweet Caroline. Imagine the people taking their shirts Maybe off not. in the stadium, and spinning them like a helicopter. Oh, Joey
2: would be naked.
0: I know. <laughs> <You're like> a, <laughs> uh, one time I was at this party,
2: and, they, and like there were these girls. They were talking about as like somebody was talking about this as oh I flashed this person one time. I did this or something, and everybody was drunk, right? And these girls were like, "Yeah, we did it." Or like it was two of them sitting there. And, like, and they were just, like, trying to make conversation, like, about something. It was not a big deal. And this older woman beside them goes, oh, you want to take a flash, people? Let's do it. And, like, they were like, uh. And then all of a sudden you go from them just, like, saying something inadvertently. And this older woman, completely naked.
5: Oh, yes. God.
2: Boom. Like, she just threw it off, like, immediately. So is that if you're, like, uh, if you're at the party, And they say, take your shirt off. You think Joey's just going to be like.
0: (laughs) 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 Just off everything. It's like one of those tracksuits that you rip off and there's just nothing there. Yeah, that would definitely be Joey. He's probably done that before and he probably already has those suits in his closet. Bro, it's like this. It's like one naked person.
2: It's like 12 people standing there in clothes. Nobody's doing shit. There's just one
0: naked
2: (laughs) Wow. Let's go to the next call.
0: Bless her heart
2: and her never mind
0: nah, I, didn't know her name. <laughs> Three,
1: doing? I just want to fucking thank you guys for putting my uh, putting my awesome. business up on there up on the pod advertising us that's fucking awesome dude I mean small business small family business you guys reaching out doing that that's fucking awesome Tony when you get here sandwiches on me bro whatever you want all right. Anybody else with you? Yeah, don't go too don't don't go too crazy. Oh, right, don't, don't worry. I don't fucking. need that, I'm man. paying, I'm brother. I'm paying. Don't worry. I appreciate everything <laughs> you guys are doing. I can't wait to see you guys for training camp. This is going to be a fucking awesome season, bro. Keep pounding, Pisans.
2: Keep pounding. We're gonna have to just add a like a C three Panthers podcast sandwich to the menu one day. I wonder what that would be on my sandwich if I had my sandwich to make what would it be? Mm. I don't know. You CKs got a Reuben?
0: The cakes would have to be moist. Right? Mm. Right? <laughs> I'm going
2: to think about it what would be, be if it. I had a sandwich named after yeah. me. What would it be? Somebody would probably be like uh the laundry man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I don't know, that's a good
0: question. Hey, uh, yeah. everybody everybody put Was in the it uh, uh, in the chat. What subway sandwich Sub what sam- is I, that no subway I, no i mean to say sub. So, what sub sandwich would me tony and ck be
2: oh okay that's a good question i'm trying to think of like i mean i've worked at a couple places that made oh, oh i got one bro i got one all right so uh there's two so white chocolate says tony sweet spicy italian sub with black olives all right actually that's a funny joke you dummy
6: that's
2: a funny <laughs> joke um So one of the things we used to do at this pizza shop we did, we did a meatball uh, Italian sausage mix. So it was like uh, you could get the uh, sausage parm or you could get the meatball parm. But the cats that worked there, we would mix sausage and meatballs together. Also, cutting the meatballs up so you don't have to over, like, cut them in half already. So when you eat the sandwich, they're not, like, pushing out the back or, you know, exploding. So that's one. And uh, the other sandwich, I got some good. At, um, what would I do? Had that one. Oh, here, this one's. Um, this one's good for war, Italian kid. Is the chicken cutlet sandwich, like yeah. chicken cutlets, which are basically the Italian version of a chicken sandwich, like um, a chicken breast, but you cut it real thin. Right, you cut it real thin, so it's a fried chicken cutlet. cutlet. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so my grandma, like when I went to my grandma's house, like what she makes the be- like not makes the best, but it's like, it's just like the fucking solid chicken cutlets, always good. Uh, Potato croquettes, which are these like day old oh, yeah. mashed I potatoes. potatoes that that
7: they- yeah. yeah they're so good as
2: hell. The chicken cutlet sandwich, which I think is cooler than a chicken mar- uh what? A chicken parm. Right. A chicken parm has the big pieces, or it's already pre-cut? I would do a chicken parm, uh, but with a cutlet. That yeah, no, that
0: no, that sounds dope. Does a does a po' boy mm. count as a sub?
2: Yeah, would that be? where you want you get shrimp on yours? No, shrimp? I
0: think I'd be a fried catfish po' boy. Oh,
2: love it! That's a good sandwich. Yeah. there. With the right. Yeah, love that. Uh, Muscle says okay. you're the. That would be your sandwich, CK? Uh, um, he said Cody coca.
0: oh Cody coca Oh, pop out here shooting. I like that pop.
2: My uh, oh, so look, listen to this. is Kev said, this is Tony, you got to put some nice gabagoo on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my grandma What they said, gabagoo, and cold cuts are a staple at my in my lifetime. It's like coming, like it was like a thing cold cuts. And my uncle used to joke on my, he said this, I was telling him, I had my grandma call into this podcast once CK and I named the segment called cold cuts. And it was, maybe we should do this this year because it was the people that got cut from the roster at, after training camp. And we called, and she was, I was like grandma and I called her up and I recorded it. And I was like, what's it, what's something that you always got to put out of the party? And she was like, go to, and I told my uncle about this. And he said, you should have asked her, has she ever bought cold cuts from Food Lion, but then put them in a Harris Teeter bag <laughs> so her friends think she spent more money on it. That was, <laughs> he said, that's what, what my uncle asked about my grandma. Hey, that's like a good, my grandma.
10: uh, it's good like suggestion. Grandma's
0: back there in the back switching stickers out. Hey, uh, Marinara says he uh, he got the gabagool, bro. The CK, gabagool. what would be your sandwich?
3: I don't know, dude. Um... If you're asking me my favorite, it would probably be some form of an Italian. Oh, I uh, already so. got that. Already Everybody's got
0: Italian a, up in here tonight.
3: But um I
0: don't know.
2: You can
3: call Yeah, me I it. wouldn't put
2: you I, as didn't. a Reuben guy. If I was no, looking at guy. you, I would have not I wouldn't put you on the pastrami or Rubens are delicious though.
0: They are uh, Rubens the are
2: awesome. all made by the bread. It's like yeah, the it's gotta rye, the be rye a good bread. quality bread that well, and, and, the, sauer,
0: people, and the, the uh the sauerkraut. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have that. Gotta have the the right meats, the right kind of mayos. Yeah, man.
7: Rubens are delicious.
2: And then I'll, bacon uh, makes everything better.
3: I'll leave it uh I'll leave it up to the chat to decide. I don't really I don't what really know. Sea?
2: It's gotta be moist though. I think Cody's right. It's gotta Bee be moist. Mm. Yeah. CK, moist meatballs. Ugh. Just a yeah,
0: meatball marinara. marinara. Uh, just, uh, yo, yo, CK, just straight, moist straight up. Just meatball menu, marinara. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Put uh, that, put uh, that mo- on the menu? CK, moist meatballs. Hey, bro, it's just meatballs <laughs> and marinara sauce. Smothered
2: in underwear. Hey, yo. Kev, <laughs> uh, yo, you balls. better
0: shut your ass up, bro. I'm going to come and smack <laughs> the shit out of you, stupid. do <laughs> yo, dumbass. <laughs>
2: Um, c 3 podcast and rocking on. Um, I don't know if there's really much more Panthers to talk about. I did see a couple of non stories in the NFL. We, those are the calls. We just got ice up picks in the NFL news. Anything else on y'all's minds? Um,
0: or is it the Bat Daddy Baconator?
2: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, that is, that is a good one.
2: Hmm. Now got me, you got me made me hungry now. And now I'm sitting here trying to write a menu. I'm sitting here in my head like menu. We should be talking football. We're sitting here writing menus in our head. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just go to, do we have anything? Did you put the new slide? So what do we got? Do we have anything else to talk about? I no, put dude, there, there's
0: nothing in the slide. I put some
2: news in it. Did you upload the new one or did you just leave the old one? Uh, Dude, I didn't do anything. Oh, no, it's not. No. All right. So let's see. What did I want to talk about in the NFL? Any NFL news that is sticking out to you and I think uh, one is kind of like leaning into the ice up picks did you see this cornerback Jack Jones yeah oh yeah at the airport
5: yeah I don't understand this
2: I forgot that I had my two loaded handguns and my carry-on
3: it is carry-on he had it
2: this is what it writes is this is a uh, New England Patriots quarterback pleaded guilty on Tuesday during arraignment, at East Boston court on gun charge, gun charges. He was found. He, Jones was arrested after being found with two firearms in his carry on luggage. According to Massachusetts States state police, Jones was charged with two counts of each possession of a a uh, concealed weapon in a secure area airport possession of ammunition without a firearm identification gun. They stacked a the charge, of unlawful possession of a firearm, carrying a load of, this is stacking charges. This is the exact definition. Is he got charged seven times for just, not just, for bringing a gun. What kind of fucking dummy? Yeah, well, like hand me when you, my crack, my guns. Especially and, when you're
3: going to talk shit about somebody else who was uh, not in your sport, you know, uh, what, Jay, Jay Morant, whatever his name is. Yeah, John um, Moran, yeah, yeah, like the, this guy. Oh, was I didn't little,
0: even know like, he was talking shit, dude.
3: He was, he was like, he was basically on Twitter giving him a stern talking to, like, like you, hey, bro, you gotta, you, you're supposed to be earning, you know, you gotta, you gotta do the right things. You can't be doing this stupid stuff. You gotta be bringing the bread home, you know, like just doing that, like you know, yeah. mentorish type of, uh, of, uh, of virtue signal, yeah. virtue
2: signal. Yeah. Look here, it is. I got it for you. Uh, Thirty days ago, John Moran he said he added in them too. He at mentioned them dumb. You letting you're letting social media and your pride ruin your real money. Put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry if you feel like you need it that bad. But the breadwinner, you got to start acting like it. Thirty days later. What the fuck was he? He was like, you know what? Was he carrying John Morant's guns? <laughs> is that what he was doing? It's like, I'm trying to help you, brother. What fucking this yeah. was kind of my ice up big this week is like, I mean, how?
0: But dude, they're saying He's facing like some crazy amount of jail. He
2: should be. What kind of for being an idiot. They should have charged him for being dumb. Yeah, yeah. but I heard that should be I... the number one charge Two guns in your carry on. Unless you are a terrorist. And I shouldn't even say these words on the internet because we could get whatever CIA. I hope you follow or whatever. Or don't follow. Subscribe. <laughs> he said, "I don't. Yeah,
6: don't no, definitely David. don't." Yeah, but yeah, don't like, I mean, anymore. what
2: kind of dummy It's like the worst. It's like uh, I'm trying to think of like what would be a more ridiculous thing to do. Like, um, less so unaware of your situation. I mean, it's like I mean, I I don't even know somebody like if they don't speak English, and you're like, oh, they can't be. They I mean, I'm sure they could be like, oh, I didn't know the rules, I can't speak the language, but if the rule is clear, you don't bring the goddamn gun on the plane. Like I, I, a a four year old that uh, uh, a a mentally ill person knows this is the number one crime he committed was being a big goddamn
0: idiot. That's also like why why dumb. did you need it on a plane dumb or why like, do you think yeah, you're gonna get away you, with it well, yeah, I think, why did you I think, need this anywhere
3: I think that if there's an let's say he is legitimately saying it was an accident maybe he packed it in that instead of his his you know luggage is supposed to be checked and what not like right let's just say for a, for instance that's something that he did right like <laughs> Still, that, charge him l- like, I, I understand why he would need to mo- like move that right like he's going from one place to another, uh, you know, potentially if he's like moving for the weekend or moving for the summer or what have you, um, or he's going to be out of town for an extended period of time. I kind of understand why he would have them with him now on his carry on
2: at all at CK. How do you understand that? So you're saying that you, he, you like can if, travel if he with your weapons. moving forever across the no. country. No. no, like there's if you're going to be a better way to get your weapons somewhere. Not if
3: you're gonna be going somewhere for a month. Like there's no sense in like going through a shipping process when you are legally allowed to take them. You just can't have them as carry-on, like a dumbass. So they picked the wrong bag. <sighs> That's what I mean. That potentially that could have been what it is. But I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that he's gonna That's get what I'm out saying, of it. The number one free, charge right? is
2: dumbness. Right.
3: Um, but I mean, there is there is that part of it. Now the other part of it is gonna be dumb is like if he were to be, this is how dumb this is: is if he had guns and he was legally traveling with those guns, not even in his carry-on, but in his checked luggage, and he was, they were aware that they were there. Um, and he went to New York, like just for a layover. Oh, you're not allowed to carry at all, right? Dude, he would have been arrested for and have a federal, like federal charges against him, like even just if like
2: wrapped up in a package or something. Like, a you cannot have like, guns, uh,
3: bottle yeah. of liquor, or something. You can't have guns in New York.
2: None. Nope. Like you can't even own them in your home.
3: No, I mean th- there might be people who have some exemptions on that, but yeah, really, that's you can't illegal. own them at all. And
0: yeah, by the way, uh like Pop said, all he had to do was check his guns in beforehand.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, so it makes it even double. All he had
2: to do was not be dumb. Yeah. Putting the fucking guns in the carry on, like it's like this: is that first? I'm not a gun person. But if I was carrying contraband on an airplane or something that could be misconstrued as contraband, I would be like, all right, gun bag, contraband bag, mm-hmm. carry on, carry on, gun bag, contraband, carry on, carry on. This mug just so dumb. He just didn't even know it was wrong.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like, like I said, check them beforehand. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I believe in a person's ability to be able to own a firearm to protect their family, but. You know, So I'm not going to be the hypocrite and say that you shouldn't have it. But if you're going to be a gun owner, you have to be responsible. And that's the biggest thing that our society lacks uh, is responsibility when it comes to gun ownership. So, yeah, man. And and again, now he's on Twitter. I think you have to be more responsible. I
2: I think you need to be more responsible than this if you're the owner of a cell phone. Or something that's not a dangerous weapon. Like this is just so dumb. It makes me question your mental capability. Like I don't well, think like is like if this guy got in charge, got charged with a capital crime where he could be executed. Like you could go to this moment and prove that he was mentally insane.
3: I think this, this would be my number
2: one evidence, Your Honor. My client knows not what the fuck he does. He was so dumb he brought two loaded weapons in his carry on on a plane of course he's crazy and insane
3: yeah so i the other part to this is i think that there is a piece to being a celebrity that is at play here i think that there is a like it may seem like common sense to us but i think a lot of people who live in a world like that like athletes celebrities influencers feel like they have they live in a different world with different rules right so I think there is a part of it, like, uh, you know, almost like I'm not going to get caught. Like if this was intentional, like he was carrying them on there for, you know, I'm, you know, I'm nobody's going to be messing with me. I'm a professional athlete. They have no reason to want to check my stuff or, or what happened. You know, it's, hey, the, check I check
2: everybody's think, stuff at the airport. I'm, you ain't never been to the airport. Or, homie. That's what I ask airport. of it. don't no matter if you're rich or poor, I'm they just check saying, everybody.
3: I'm just saying from the perspective of not checking them if they're in his checked luggage or something like that. Right. Like right. he may this you know again if he's never had to check him before maybe that's uh, he put
2: him in his carry on though right now unless his report's wrong. Uh,
3: no, I mean even if he did, that's still dumb. Yeah, I mean I'm. If it's it was almost, an accident, it's man,
2: every time I go on one of these big like the train, like even uh, whatever, I'm always there saying, "Can I bring the water or not?" And they're like, "There's 17 signs that say you can't bring the water." You know what I'm saying? Like, but right. I'm always nerve, I'm never trying to sneak the water on. Like I mean, you got. It's like if if I'm worried about bringing, man, people are out there getting their damn toenail clippers taken away from them before they go on the air, on the airplane. This is most like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Guns, multiple guns, of, my bad. I'm not like,
0: even allowed to have like bottles of right. shampoo and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's stupid. Uh, by like, doing, you know what? They made him dump his whole bag
2: out. Sorry, sir. You can't bring these guns, nor yeah. this bottle of tequila, nor this
0: bottle. Kevin is making me aware that Tyreek Hill. Is under investigation for striking a person at a marina. Uh, and apparently the employee has declined to press charges. Yo, he's a real one, bro. <laughs> if a if uh if a rich NFL football player punches you bad. in your face, that's amazing. Striking, male
2: ticket. striking hey, is a loose I mean, because or De- hey, Dante, Devontae Adams getting big time sued for what he did to that one dude. Yeah. Right. Can I
3: can I tell you this? I think you guys are being way too generous to humanity. The dude has probably gotten paid already.
2: Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. I don't think he's just taking one for the team by any means. Yeah. He's probably
3: already gotten his entire team reached out to him and said, Hey, if you don't press charges, we'll pay you this much. Oh,
2: did, did I tell you guys about Paul Pierce? No. Mm-mm. You guys haven't seen this. See, this is why I this is going to be awesome. This is old news. This is two weeks old.
3: Tell me, I mean, it might
2: ring a bell, but All Pierce goes on um, a Kevin Garnett's. So Kevin Garnett does, you know how the watch-alongs are a thing now. Mm-hmm. All right. We started them with the draft, by the way. Um, the watch-alongs are a thing now, and they've become even professional. So like if Peyton Manning's doing them, Stephen A Smith is doing watch alongs now. Showtime paid Kevin Garnett or Kevin Garnett had a watch along for the n b a finals game one of the n b a game three or something maybe he did more than this, so it's Kevin Garnett like at a somewhere in Las Vegas, and Kevin Garnett is a renowned shit talker like in not a um the most polished person or polished history right so like if you make him blush. It's all right. It kind of fucked up. But so he's having this and he's trying to like kind of dip his toe into probably the next aspect of his career. And he's trying to keep it professional. Dude, we just have to watch it? We have to watch it. Like, it's so good. I will take. Also, we
0: got to make sure that we get to these and and his call.
2: Oh, did he call him? Yeah. All right. So good. Uh, I didn't know I missed a call. What's the last four? uh, 2891. I just skipped over it. My bad.
7: What up, guys? This is Eve. I'm turning in my cat just one day removed from the Mike K interview on the C3 Panthers podcast. Oh, listen to what Mike had to say in his predictions for our wide receivers for this upcoming season. To me, it seemed like he had Bryce Young estimated at about 3,200 yards. Now, I'm assuming, like White Chocolate Espresso, that Hayden Hurst, is gonna catch six six passing touchdowns along with about six hundred yards. I think that's a good prediction for Hurst. It would be his career best year, maybe by only 25 yards or so, even still his career best. His that 3,200 yards, we're not we're not even factoring in the biscuits at all. And we're not factoring in any of those running backs or tight ends at, in the yards that they would have. So Rush Young getting the thirty five hundred yards of grade is almost a given. I feel like Mike's prediction was really safe. Like saying that DJ Shark is not gonna get four hundred and fifty yards is pretty much assuming that he'll be hurt most of the season, and that may very well be the case. But if he does play a full season, I can easily see DJ Shark getting more than four hundred and fifty yards. I don't think it's I don't think it's impossible at all if things line up and if Players stay healthy, right? Because clearly that's our biggest obstacle is going to be health. And only getting started on the defense with, with, a, with a star corner already hurt and our star edge rusher already hurt. And we need another one of each one of those. But it's not hard to see where Bryce Young can easily get to 3,500, 3,700, oh, yeah. even the 4,000 mark. And sure, I understand that Bryce, Bryce Young this year for 4K, that's a fan. That's a fan perspective, and, and that's where I'm coming from, and I just want to see the guy accomplish it. Just because that, that's great for us Panther fans. How long has it been since we've been able to throw the football like that? And we've absolutely never had an offensive of coach. I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited.
0: I'm saying, Cyrus.
7: We can point out all the things that Mike did, as Mike said, and, as a wife could be or could be mediocre. And, and I don't disagree with it, but as a fan, I'm going to have to say that, that we can overcome that mediocrity this year with coaching. And then disguise the sky is the limit next to you. And even Mike believes that, and he's certainly not a fan. But anyway, I really enjoyed everything the man had to say. I think he was very intelligent. Um, I think it was a great interview. And I appreciate you guys letting me on the show. On. Keep pounding, C3.
0: Keep pounding. Uh, so, listen, I also want to put this out there. A lot of these B reporters, they're not fans of the team. Right. Now, that's not saying that they hate the Panthers, but for example, like Bill Voth, right? He was one of the biggest names associated with Panthers media content. Yeah, he was a Browns fan. Right. So, again, I feel like uh, some of these media people, they have, again, what some might call more reasonable expectations. You know, whereas fans are excited, it doesn't mean that they're right either. Sure. Um, You know, I I just feel like they have kind of a, uh, you know, they they look at it from a very realistic point of view. Well, this guy isn't good for around these numbers, and that's what he'll do here. But I believe everybody that signed here, signed with the Panthers under the auspice, that they're going to be able to really show the full dearth of their talent here. From DJ Tart to Jonathan Mingo to Terrence Marshall Jr., like, they're going to be able to do something. Yeah. And And, uh, yeah, man.
2: I'm willing to get demonetized to watch this with you guys. So, if you are watching this show and you find this funny and it's worth it, send a dollar the show somehow just a dollar because basically it'll be like four or five bucks is what we're losing by demonetizing ads. And I would say this I'm gonna send myself four or five dollars. This is gonna make your life better. So, this is Kevin Garnett's um watch along to I think it's game, yeah, it's game three of the NBA Finals. In game three, they would have been tied up one, one, I think, at this point, Denver in Miami. Um let me know can you hear the audio?
10: I cheese up. Oh, I need some more work. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, need some more work. My You wanna call some more work?
2: No. So by the way, just to let you know what happened oh, is like going on is Paul Pierce shows up and he's drunk. And he's it's- on the right, right? No, Kevin Garnett's the tall. He's on the uh, left, all right uh, Paul Pierce has got the glasses on. Yep. And Paul Pierce, you know, he's like, he's had videos in the background, people doing cocaine with strippers and stuff. He's posted selfies. He works for ESPN and stuff. So he knows so, how far. live stream, dude. He's on the live stream for the whole game. And just watch Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett tells him like 42 times they're live. Like, bro, we're live. You have to
0: know this. I like, want to see it.
10: No, we're stop. working. No, no, oh, this, yeah. this ain't P after dark. little it's like baby watching the game at the crib or something. Man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man, throw, a <laughs> throw a wall in here. Throw a wall in here. What's up? What's Wings man? and drink? Who, like, one of your fouls? They got to get the goddamn flopping out the league. You trying to holler at the Shorty. No, stuff. no, wait, wait. I got a wing in my tooth. Wait till you find out I who I the wing Shorty is. I got a wing in my tooth. I got mean, a Hey, how you Camille? doing? Camille. Nice Camille, to nice to meet you. They got a website that you can hire girlfriends for the day. Oh, stop, man. And so I got a oh, girlfriend. He, went, he hired her for the girlfriend. day. Oh, oh, hey. I went on the website and I hired them. Look, at look, look. Oh. Collins, there go Collins. Oh, look at d Wayne at the game. <laughs> oh, d <laughs> oh, no. no. He is a of is a lot we're live, we streaming, <laughs> whatever you're saying, they can hear you. No, nah, Vincent ain't in the game. Vincent, right there, P, number two, taking the ball. Where? Got the ball, P. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the other dudes. <laughs> Let me get a margarita, my boy. Mark, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> this shit <should> gets so <laughs> much worse, dude. His nickname is Jeff Flurry. Stop. <laughs> can I get a margarita? <laughs> two. Charity, sir? <laughs> What's your name tag, Sir? <laughs> sir? Huh? But what is he doing? You got to remember, we live stream. Uh, oh, trying to He's like, we got him, man. And Paul, everybody. Is man. Where are we at, though? What's this
7: called?
10: Man, nah, we're in the KJ <laughs> Sport. He's Jeff Lurie. Again. We're live streaming. That was a fee fee. Oh, I'm changing right. my glasses. What? It's it's it, you called today. <laughs> I think that's all it is. We're doing. Let <laughs> me post you up, you little mm-hmm. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> live stream. We're here, man. Live stream, right? Well, I got a live, watch. Watch. Troop in the building. <laughs> Jeff Flurry. We're going to give parental guidance on live streams. Yeah, There's live. live. There's live. Live. live.
5: All right,
2: I gotta talk about a couple of things that are going on right now. Is Carnett's boy is Paul Pierce, they've won championships together, you know. So that's his buddy, and Garnett is keeps telling the same. This is the absolute talking to drunk Tony on the draft podcast or something. It's like we told you that seven times already. We're live, we're live, we're live. My man said this. He said, you know they got a website where you can rent a girlfriend for a day? (laughs) And he kept talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And then he's kissing on the girl, kissing on like this and that. And Garnett's trying to watch the game. He's trying, come on, come on, P. Come on, B. Is that phone? And she like said, Stop. And I just was ready for Paul Pierce to say,
0: Man, fuck that. I still got you for a half a day. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend.
2: What? My girl. Go- oh, you are my girlfriend. You won't He's kiss like, me. No, nah, you're
0: on the clock right now, Shoddy. But no
2: one. Be- <laughs> you might as well be my wife and not putting out. There <laughs> is. Look, it gets so, but it's like, it's awesome, dude. This is the best shit
10: we're working we're not popping we're working show me the live stream he's right here look look,
2: dude if we look at it they're like in the second quarter of the game or halftime and he's (laughs) just realizing that they're in a live stream he's told him like 42 times bro we're on fucking television homie and look he don't believe in this this is like he said show me
10: the live stream show me what (laughs) the likes and the the comments and all that on. So this line right now, what right. y'all ask? Oh, this is
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is I, know, <laughs> you know, Lord.
10: I, know. I know, Lord. I know. I know. I wish Duncan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not even. Yeah, it's 29, 24, <laughs> and all this is already she happening. Said, I <laughs> said, you don't know what's going on. She said, I mean, I like it. I will never wear my ice for the TV, y'all. So check it out. I mean, we all, hey, baby, I know man, you got some ice. Up. Chill, hey, no, baby, hey, yeah, hey, me. Get out, baby. They talking close up. Boom, close up on that ass. Ah, hit the hey, yeah, <laughs> Now we gonna pressure you. Yeah, yeah. come that pressure. Yeah, we... yeah, call some girls up, y'all. Let's call some work.
5: Yeah.
10: Tell me. Um, we'll be oh, right uh, back. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, y'all back with yes. us. We're back oh, with it. We're going to play out with point. the Heat. we going to have certain matchups. <laughs> uh, keep uh, it 100. It's a good game, yo. It's right. a good game. Keep it 100. Nigga, you Keep it 98? No. Is you dumb or fucking stupid? If, if a nigga was 10. getting killed over LeBron's and, and not Jordan's. So, Pete, let me ask you something. Don't go. Then I have I have LeBron to go. <laughs> Put a different look. Yeah. Okay. He heard his thumb, bro. It's the third quarter. You know what I'm up in his leg. <laughs> Monetize
2: this? Poor Kevin Garnett's like, man, I got a whole more quarter to go with this one. Yeah. Watch this. This shit is like amazing at this one point, man.
10: Man. Hell. Hey, look. Can I light like this? They don't allow smoke? Margarita. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just smoking in here. He don't know either. He said, I don't know. <laughs> he, he, said, he, don't know. know. he said, I, I don't know. I can do it. They say, the, they say we're trying to sign truth. Me... He said, I don't know, man. <laughs> Give me a lighter. Give me a lighter. What's this? Yeah, mother. Yeah. Who do you think you talking to? Hey, my boy, don't make me snack you. No, Look,
2: you know, we uh, so he said, ask somebody for a lighter. He got someone threw him a lighter. Somebody and,
10: fucking threw it at his face. But
2: then he got mad at a guy that didn't throw it. Watch. <laughs> Look at where this shit comes from. <laughs>
10: Who think you talking to? Hey, my boy, don't make me smack He uh, He's talking to me. like. Relax. Uh, 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 relax, man. Be, uh, relax, uh, man. Uh, relax. You're I'm saying, though, who throw re- it lie. at me? It, it, it came re- from here, relax. No, watch the game, Lord. Get on the game. Can we talk to you about a margarita, please? I, I, you good, you good, good. you good. I didn't know who it came from six, It felt like it came from here. He now, eat show, my boy. Hey, I can't even say this, this on
2: the air. Oh, bro, look. Did you hear that? This is I it. He said, I can't even say this on the internet.
10: I didn't know who it came six, from. 7-6-6-3. This is like it. it. This is the, no, he he the face, Hey, I can't even say this on the air. She gave me the faith. Lord, like, what you're gonna do? I'm sorry. Oh my no, God. No. God. He's talking <laughs> about what they did last <laughs> you know night. Me, no. I know. They She's
2: talking about Kevin Garnett's so, like, nah, about what I Oh, I
10: want. Motherfuckers think I'm like some bitch. <laughs> Motherfucker, like, I'm a to give up. Keep talking about the four quarters and all this. So P The Dark, we're doing this on another platform because y'all don't want this content. Oh, no, we're we're gonna have beautiful girls like this oh, right here. Can I get another uh margarita? Margarita?
0: Yeah, my hey, man yo, just wants some I'm margarita,
2: bro. My man. Wait till he says when they Hello, start talking yo. about what they did last night. It shit is yeah. his face. Yeah, these are
10: fun games, too. she's you out there, she's in, doing the Instagram. Games, she's
0: having a these good game. Milagio, like 10 o'clock, me
10: there. Look, what happened? So, hold <laughs> <all> on, <of>, chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. No, hold no, on, no, tell, tell me later. Tell me later, tell me later, P. Tell me later, P. Like, it's tell not. me later, P. It's not. it's not. Yeah, three times D-Wade at the game, you know what I'm saying? Okay, Hey, remember last night we was with the, no. With my girl? With my girl. Yeah, I remember We the only to play in the finals.
2: Hold on, hold on. And he keeps um, going, oh, no, is I that, oh man, I must I not have the right one. So this is like what the best part. He said, tell me later, Pete. Tell me later, Pete. And there is, we have to, I got a, his face for Paul Pierce had a secret. He had something that he had to say so bad. Did you see Kevin Garnett look at the text, right? Yeah. And then Paul Pierce is like, yeah, he's like, tell me later. Tell me what later. And then they're all going to be talking about like, He's going to be talking. Paul Pierce is talking about somebody meet me at the Bellagio later, this and that. And he wants to tell Kevin Garnett something so bad. Like, it's just like, I slept with these 12 girls last, whatever. And and Kevin Garnett will not let him talk. And he looks like a disappointed toddler. (laughs) He's so sad. He wants to tell the world. Yeah. And Kevin Garnett goes I was with my girl That's where I was I was with my girl <laughs> Dude, Paul Pierce That shit, it goes all You can go watch all of it It's worth every moment <laughs> Every moment
0: Dude, shout out to Kevin uh, Garnett For trying to keep it cool <laughs> And be like, hey bro yeah, you know, We on, we, we on live. live right now Maybe You're you live. should uh, Dude, he yeah, was he's only like 50 times that, that they're live uh, uh is that we got more calls no we're we done that's it, that's it.
2: we're done we're done we just got to ice people up and what's up? Man. we did all the news I don't think there's anything else I want to talk about
0: hey man shout out to the 62 people still watching three hours deep in this out. thing man we appreciate y'all that's why we do this and, hey, shout out to all the people that are listening to this on audio. Make sure it goes up, Tony. People have been getting mad at you. For what? Uh, when it doesn't go up on audio pod in time.
2: Oh, I know. I know. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, to everybody listening in their truck, whatever you're doing, we really appreciate you for choosing the C3 Panthers podcast.
2: Oh, um, huh? yeah. Wait, I think I found it. Hold on. Let me see if this is it. A- No, am I? But he just looks like such a sad puppy. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So let's ice up. A look, uh, what do we got going on this week? We're gonna be again. Shout out to Monster Subs. We're gonna be there in a month in a week. Uh, CK and I and uh, Cody will be in and out. And uh, there's a creator dinner that's already, or I guess at a brewery that's already popping. Uh, training camp, man. This is a training camp. That there is no stress. It's like it's only optimism right now for Carolina Panthers. Like we have no – we we have to be optimistic at this moment. You know, it's like next year if things – if we don't do well, then there's can be negative Nellies coming out. But this is a moment we're on the clean slate. We got the quarterback – our quarterback. We got our coaching staff. We'll be at Monster Subs. We have to do a meatball sausage combo for the Tony special. And uh, we'll call it the laundry list.
0: <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, let's ice some fools okay. up I mean, Longest running segment on longest running podcast.
0: Oh right, you know what? For half a second I forgot.
2: You forgot. You forgot.
0: That we had a bumper. Oh, oh. shit, let's bump.
10: Off, son.
0: So um I guess I'll go first. First off, um I want to ice up Al Pacino wow yeah its this late you had to have heard about this right uh yeah. let me just do the window and let's do this right here so uh al Pacino's girlfriend is eight months pregnant right and uh the man is 83 years old. And that means that by the time the child is around, he will be 93 years old. Bro, imagine going to school with your dad. He's like dropping you off and all your friends are like, hey, your grandpa looks nice. And you're like, nah, dude, that's my dad, man. Uh, He ain't gonna be
3: around to be dropping him off at school, my dude. Oh shit. Number
0: two. I'll get to this one in a sec. Um, I call this one just white boys doing white boy shit?
3: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Oh, oh, oh no!
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, no! no! Oh, no!
0: Like, why? What did oh. you think was going to happen, stupid? I have questions. All right, my number one
2: question is, did both of them run into that willingly? Or did this guy who ran to jump through the fire to be like, do stupid white boy shit, get unexpectedly piledrive by somebody who thought it would be funny to meet him head on? Did both of them run intentionally? One run intentionally. What a fucking dumb move if both ran. And what a dick move (laughs) if somebody goes, you know what, let me fuck this guy's trick up and powerbomb him into a bonfire.
0: Yeah, that's. Can we
2: watch it one more time? Yeah,
3: I don't think he was. He looked surprised. That other guy did. Look at him. He was had his hands up, and he got hit in the stomach.
2: Yeah, he he was like he was trying to meet somebody at a football pose.
3: You know how if you're on one side of the fire, sometimes you can't see the other side. (laughs) Uh, That might have been what had happened. They were simultaneous idiots. Yeah, they just happened to be dumb. (laughs) Wow. That dude's panic level went just ridiculously high. His life
2: went to terrible.
3: Well, I'm, hey, listen, you never know what the, how quick he got out of the fire. It looks like they did all rush to try to help pretty quickly. So
2: hopefully that got him out before he
3: got any major issues.
2: This guy told me once I worked with, uh, he said that when they were, this was, he was about a generation ahead of me. He said that they were all out. And we used to party like this back before the internet, like you would always go and sit around a big bonfire and drink beer. It felt like you were in a dazed and confused movie or something. But he said that this one time, and you know, who knows if these people are exaggerating the stories, but right. that these they were out in the country doing that shit and they had a fire burning in a barrel, like one of those big 55-gallon drum barrels like that. I can't ever find I want a wanna burn barrel. Seems like they're everywhere where poor people live live in the city Mm -hmm. but he said that they were had a big fire in one of those and this dude was tripping acid and ran like I mean and like balling, like tripping tripping and went up and tried to pick the barrel up Mm. what
0: a dumbass
2: and he uh, said you could see the handprints <laughs> on the barrel when it was the fire was gone. Like, his, that's his... left over. Those are John's hands. <laughs> yeah, you can see his palms. Just right, <laughs> and I was like, and so that's kind of what that makes me think of is dumb white boy shit. What is this one? Yeah,
0: uh, this one is like, why was this car parked where it was? Because or this truck rather. Because you know that some disastrous shit's going to happen. So they're cleaning up a wreck. You see the truck oh, right I've here? Oh, I this one. Yeah, you see oh, the truck my right here? God, it's bro. like they, this car, they're trying to pull it up on the, onto the truck, I guess. But if you notice, the truck is on the road. I'll just let it play.
5: Oh
2: shit! She
3: did that GTA stuff, dude. <laughs> did she
2: hit on the wheels at the end?
3: She's on. She's flat now. Yeah,
2: that she's upright.
0: A, oh, dude, but that God. to me,
2: nobody put like, no cones out.
0: Why? Yeah. Why would you cones not, out, motherfuckers? Yeah. Why is there no one warning people <laughs> about this giant fucking? <laughs> Uh, fucking. <laughs> she was GTA? probably like checking her That's radio. Oh.
2: She sees a truck. She goes, thinks it's on the side of the road, and then she's going 80 miles an hour. Uh, dude, no
3: shot, terrifying. dude. She was watching. She played GTA and she saw this first. This moment come, and she, we have like this, this is, is the my same moment. moment I practiced so long. <laughs> this is the moment many of us from GTA Vice City and San Andreas were have dreamed of for our entire lives. Um, unfortunately, it looks like it ended in a pretty disastrous way.
0: God. damn. Uh, so to all those people, ice up.
2: I don't got one. I mean, I do have one. My ice up pick we already talked about for whatever amount of minutes was the stupid ass Jack Jones dude. That's my ice up. <clears throat> right.
0: Um. I
2: noticed the Oh wait, have wait, one. wait! wait what does. did uh, Biden say? Or oh no, actually, you know what? I'm icing up people that are trying to say that Biden molested the, uh, the girl from oh, uh, Desperate Housewives. Yeah, is yes, I think that they was might, just he tried
0: a, to get some side move action.
2: If that's what you think, it okay. I mean, no, I don't think that. I think he's just a slow reactor, and probably a she knew too. She was helping him out. So I think that is, look, is like, let's save our outrage for outrageous shit. I, yeah, right? it, I hey, was ready God for it. It wasn't
0: a little girl this time. But I was ready
2: for it to be <laughs> wild. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, shit, here comes. And then I watched it. I was like, man, there could be. I didn't think it was. It. So I'm, I'm icing up uh, faux outrage, faux rage.
3: Well, I don't think it's faux rage. I think it's just. Uh, I think it's honest rage, but just using every little bit to vocalize that in a way that makes them but feel the better is about it. Will you. you Being an, an old
2: that? guy who uses your oldness to get side boob feels.
3: That's a, that's listen. That's what I'm <laughs> going to do when I'm his age. You'd be like, like, oh, I'm
2: old. I didn't mean to. I like, what saw are you this.
3: going to do? cancel bar. me? I'm about to die. Who gives this shit? <laughs> I saw this
2: dude. We were at this bar the, a few weeks ago, and we saw this girl. She's a little bit younger than me. She worked at this restaurant I worked at, and very attractive girl. She moved away, but she was coming back to visit her parents. And she knows a bunch of people around. And this older gentleman, and he was not old, like 90 years old was like uh, just giving her the hug, you know, like, oh, like, hey, nice. And he just was butt grabbing like a motherfucker. Like it wasn't even disguise. It was just like I'm using my old fatness and familiarity to get this one small win for me. It was like unapologetic, unapologetic. Will you be the old guy who side brushes boobs on purpose? Like what's so.
3: his face is uh dad in the uh in the stands with his son's uh oh, girlfriend? I can't even remember yeah, who it was.
2: Yeah. all right. Ice up to uh faux rage. I actually would say if that girl should have been outraged that he was doing that, but she was just like, Man, you know what? She probably said to herself as this happens to me every day. Anyway. Next uh It
0: could have been worse, it could have been another little girl that he was sniffing her hair or something creepo shit like i didn't knows. think it
2: was that bad and i like eva longoria too yeah,
0: i just didn't think it was that odd.
2: bad i mean maybe it was maybe maybe what did you think it was intentional
0: i mean i think he's a handy dude okay like i i think he he likes Girl to life. get close to he likes to hug real close rub you, you know all ever up met a him. close talker
2: no i not a close he like, talker
0: like a no, somebody, he likes and, and they, I know
2: but like uh, someone who when they talk to you and it's just you and them and they get really like it's not that farther than a normal like, person they
0: want you to smell their breath
2: it's so yeah it's like man two and a half inches would make this far more comfortable right he's just like the hands are 30 seconds too long.
0: Yeah, hey, back in my day I had a beautiful Latina. Look, something just like
2: <laughs> <Hell. me. laughs> almost not like you though. Not like you. All right, CK. Um, is that it? What do we got?
3: I mean, other than low-hanging
2: fruit, that's it. Okay.
0: I mean, we're um, not talking about my private parts, bro. Come on, dude.
2: The Davidado, myself where goes Cody last name. Um what all right? That's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatchronicles.com. Longest running Panthers podcast uh out there. And the fact is, is that look, we had a cool time or I had a cool time hanging out with Mike K yesterday, who's a beat writer for the show observer. When I eat when I direct uh messaged him on Twitter, coding, I had already oh, talked to him in 2017 when he was covering the Jags and came on the show. Oh wow, cool! Yeah, so like his uh Small World. Longest running Panthers podcast, literally the longest running show. We got a lot of cool stuff coming out for you guys. Thank you so much for your time, your attention, um, and just uh continue to grow. Check out, look, like, give me like every tweet, every uh, share, all those things, those small things, those wins because this is our year. This is the year of C three. Tony Dunn, follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Cody Lack,
0: yeah, follow me on Twitter at uh, Cody Lack C O D Y L A C every Friday at 7 p.m. for the Friday Free For All, where you can be a part of the show. Uh, We we had the last two weeks off, but we're still doing a Brace Debate every Monday uh, at 10.30 here on the channel uh, and on Tobacco Sports Road with Desmond Johnson and Monty. Um, And that's it for me, boys. I think I should have else to say.
2: Oh, he's frozen in time. Is he frozen in time? I I believe so. He's the Last voice time. that makes a voice Follow him on Twitter at codizzle underscore yep. allen. I need a couple of things from you guys. Is number one, I need someone who has a good personality, which I'm sure everybody listening does, who loves Seinfeld. I got like some podcasting aspirations. I need somebody uh, to talk about life with me. So I want to branch out. So if any anybody a uh, big Seinfeld fan. I guess my ideas if something you want to commit to. Also CarolinaCatchronicles.com. You can write and get your voice in there. Uh check out our work. Subscribe to us. Give us five stars on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Cody Lack, take us out of here.
0: Yeah, CK said it's PC updated it's on good. him. All good. So uh yep. All right. Uh hey, C3 family. You know we love you. Until next time. You know what we're gonna do?
6: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.